in the jungle. Wait. Oh. Okay, that's weird. <clears throat> in the city, you must fight to survive. <laughs> the concrete jungle, I think you mean. Yeah. Or, or really shitty, boring facilities if we're talking about the other movie that we watched oh. today. Uh, <laughs> okay. That's right. For the very first time ever, I watched Predator 2. And unfortunately, also the Predator from 2018. <laughs> What is up, everybody? Welcome to Clear Tinted Classics, the show where I, your host, Jake Ryan Baker, watch classic movies for the very first Jesus Christ. <laughs> Let's take that one again, I guess. Uh, uh, leave it in. It's fine. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> what is up, everybody? Welcome to Clear Tinted Classics, the show where I, your host, Jake Ryan Baker, watch classic movies for the very first time and give my nostalgia-free opinions on them. And today is an episode. <laughs> yes. Yes, it is. Uh, it is going to be fun, though, we hope. Eh, I don't know. <laughs> we'll see. Uh, we'll, we'll see if we can spin this liquid diarrhea into gold. I mean, uh, <laughs> think, I mean, I gotta think of our funnest podcast. Well, last Boy Scout, last the Boy Scout's fun. The, the gentleman was fun too because I was super jazz. From my perspective, I was super jazzed up for that movie, and that was true. Like, true. I really brought it that movie. Um, last Boy Scout was fun. However, like I said, I cannot listen to that because that was uh that was um with that was um Jefferson's agency on ISA, and I'm not. I'm not. <laughs> I can't listen to myself because I can't understand myself. If you can't <laughs> understand yourself, gentlemen, that's a, that's not a good thing. Yeah. You need to look deep within and ask yourself, like, who am I really? Am I the kind of person that wants to do two Predator movies for the show? I, 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 <laughs> we could not do any Predator without hearing your thoughts on uh, that abortion that was the Predator. Because uh, I just, there's very few movies I will say that I ended them angry like there are three off the top of my head that i can say i ended and i'm just like just pissed off like what the fuck was that uh if i can think of it off the top of my head uh we i've covered one quite a few yeah don't, justin don't cock tease us don't uh don't worry darling number one okay worst movie i've ever seen probably <laughs> uh i i don't watch i no longer just watch movies for cinephobe just to watch them now because that movie <laughs> i watch a trailer i watch a clip and it's like nope just like, uh, well, the cinephobe this week is the toy. And I always thought I was a fan of Richard Pryor. Then I watched funny clips from it, and I'm like, yeah, I don't think this is for me. I, gr so, I grew up with that movie. Yeah. <laughs> I, I had that in Brewster's Millions on DVD. <laughs> I'm not into physical comedy, I found in my adult years. Which, no, I, I, yeah, as a but, kid, I think it works a little bit better. But, but anyway, back to back to uh, number number two uh, is uh, The Predator, because I, well, I sent you the trailer, and you, I agree it does have some shit, but it, it's almost, the trailer almost looks like a throwback to the cheesy action movies with, you know, some really bad jokes, but a whole team up, and I thought the bad guy was going to be awesome, but uh, I didn't, they nuked that idea. Yeah, it feels like, because uh, you sent it, and, and the overarching thing is Sterling K. Brown just like, you know, like, I'm in acquisitions and doing all this stuff, and then like, I... Do you, I was, do you understand what I do? The movie was an absolute I, blur to watch, but I feel like I didn't hear him say any of the no, lines from the trailer. No, and that's the best part of the trailer. It's like, I'm in acquisitions. I look up and I catch what falls out of the sky. Yeah, he definitely never says that in the no. movie. Well, else was like, <laughs> the Predator shows don't go around making trophies out of rib cages. They conquered space. And I also discovered just how important with actors like 
not just like obviously like we'll have fucking the worst of acting next to what i consider really good acting at least anyway just mannerisms not where like a lot of actors are just saying they're slock jawed repeating their lines you see like certainly king brown in that trailer where it's this is here and then it's the gum and it's just the movement and it's just it just seems natural almost and, yeah i mean he's and, he's if I'm thinking about it, maybe the only good actor in that movie. I thought Trevante Rose is really good. Oh, too. he was really good. Yeah, yeah. That, he, he both was, of those. He was the of, other bright spot. Both of those. Yeah. So that's <laughs> that's and the trailer highlighted those two. I feel like because he has the like. Because I, I remember being. I, I'm glad you mentioned that because I remembered last night being like, okay, I should probably list the things that are kind of working for me. And I was like, they neutered Sterling K. Brown, but he's still so good they can't fully neuter yeah. him. And I was like, and this Trevante guy is actually like every time he's in a scene, I'm like, he's like really natural and charismatic. Uh, like, <laughs> like, and even uh, though they gave him such shitty dialogue, he still boy, just kind of made it work. <laughs> Boyd Holbrook t took a award home and I created pretty much. Uh, and yeah, so uh, was he the, the steel xenophobe? Did Shane Black think he was going to be the next Jim Carrey? For people who don't, people don't know what that is. Is but... that the guy that was the lead? Yes. I don't think the next Jim Carrey can be the lead of the movie. Okay. Uh, they they use that to reference like a funny side character who is going to like take off. Like I mean, they they pretty much coined it from that uh, accepted episode that they did because there's that guy in I the thought, movie. I thought they coined it from How High. Oh yeah, yeah you, it came from How High, but yes. they kind of solidified it and accepted yeah. where accepted that was like where they brought it back. Because if you guys have ever seen the movie Accepted, there's this side character who. They clearly thought it was like the funniest fucking thing in the world, and then you never saw him in another another which, movie again. Well, which is crazy because like the, he gets highlighted more than Jonah Hill in that movie. Yeah, I know. And, oh, I was shows my. I, I do want to say while it's on my mind, if you guys are tuning into this episode, uh, just know this is going to be a very general discussion. Uh, yes. It like from, from all aspects. Like we're going to talk about Predator Two. I did watch Predator Two, and I watched the Predator. So I have information to go on, and we're that we're going to mostly focus on those two movies mm. and maybe the Predator franchise as a whole. Oh, yeah. um, but it's going to be a very general discussion. I don't. I have no notes. Oh, I have. I wrote down no notes. It's it's going to be all over the map. My point being, I just want to tell the audience that tell them like you're you're here. And there's two reasons why you should listen to this episode. One, you've seen both of these movies, and you want to hear people just kind of shoot the shit about these two movies because I'm not going to give you. Like we're going to reference scenes as if you've seen them, or if for some reason you really like listening to me and Justin get drunk, uh, those are the only two people that this episode is for. So, so <laughs> if, that, if that's not you, just leave. I'm so, sorry. Look at the, like, and it's it's going to be I, a real it's going to be a real hate fest I'm, too, because like I the Predator it, is a terrible movie. It's, it's the uh, worst movie we've done. And like, and uh, Predator Two is fine. I've got some nice things to say about it and some not so nice things yes, to say have, about it. Uh, <laughs> yeah, I, I, I can imagine what I mean. I, I, I just feel like the, I feel like this show because of the nature of what I normally cover is a generally more positive show of like, this is going to be a hater episode. Well, I'm, uh, well, <laughs> I'm a complete change up from your normal guests. Okay. I bring, I bring no philosophical takes, no opinion, no great takes on what makes a great movie. I just bring alcohol and bits, bits. <laughs> I bring, I make, I, you have to edit me. Probably you may have to do that this episode. Yeah. Uh, I, I, I had the intentions of recording a solo episode either today or yesterday because I don't have anything on deck to put out for tomorrow. Mm. And I just never did. And I'm like terrified of what's going to happen this episode because I, 
I'm going to have to go home and edit it tonight. <laughs> and mm. depending on how off the rails we get is like, uh, <laughs> I'm like, we'll see. So, you, know, I, I've, so you can do me a big favor. I've just come, not say any no, no words. And then I won't have okay, to do much I've, editing. I've come, up, <laughs> I've come up with a word to replace uh, bingo. So, you, uh, cause I'm not going to say bingo all the time. It's a cinema reference. And I am, I'm an honest podcaster, which is also a cinephobe reference. <laughs> God damn it. You don't have to say that, <laughs> but yes, I am. I do not rip off. Although I, I reference my ripoffs. Okay. I will not make a joke on here and act like it's my own. I reference them, <laughs> but yeah, uh, I have, I've come up with my own, which is, I come up with my own name for one of the bingo phrases that you have to edit me. You've edited me once. For. <laughs> okay. And it's a reference for the kid and, uh, the predator, but <laughs> yeah, but, a, a, kind of a bit of a shocking moment where they just dropped it and the, they, they were like, bang, bang. And I was like, Oh, I will, Thank, I will. Thanks, Shane Black. I will. I will admit to you. Um, I um, I skipped every scene with the kid and the predator. Well, it wasn't. It wasn't the scene with the kid. It was like the army guys. They just go, "Hey, you shouldn't say that. His son is." I was just like, "Oh, guys." Uh, but I will say there is a part of me that's glad that I watched the predator because all I ever heard was like secondhand. Like people get really fixated on the autism is a superpower mm -hmm. aspect of the movie. I will say it is present in the movie, but not as present as people seem to like indicate like that, that like when I hear people talk about the predator, all I ever hear them talk about is the autistic part. Uh, but that's like only like a quarter no, of what makes the movie so shitty. <laughs> it's a comment. I walked out of it one of my, one of my notes, uh, not notes, but just, so basically what, how I approach this episode, I just create a list for both movies. And so, cause I originally started doing my regular, like scene by scene notes and I got four notes. It's like, Oh no, no, shit, we're not doing that. So I just pretty much created like what I think the movie, each movie did right. And what I think each movie did wrong. And well, let's, um, let's talk a little I'll, bit about, I don't mean to interrupt you. Also people we're going to get into what has consumed my life on AI that I'm sure I've annoyed Jake with just with random messages in like yeah, the past fun. month. Um, but it's a good, you, you've sent me a lot of like chat GPT pitches for predator movies but that's a good place to start in terms of like the predator franchise as a whole i guess i'll say that i've seen the first predator a couple times to be honest it's been a long time since i've seen it i couldn't tell you off the top of my head if it's actually a good movie or not it's, in I, my memory it's a good movie i think it's good so <laughs> uh i'll go into my bit of background with but and i i want to say i maybe had a very drunken night where i watched predators uh, I'll get to my opinion about that, too. but I don't remember a lick of it. I just remember the Adrian Brody's in it, and that's all I remember. Uh, uh, and yeah, and I had never yeah. seen Predator Two. I've not seen AVP. I've seen. I haven't seen Prey, well, which I believe is generally regarded as like one of the better Predator movies. Now it's very good. It's not. It's not my favorite. It's the best they've made since probably Predator Two, which is not. And so this is the problem with the Predator franchise in general, right? I feel this mix of emotions when it comes to it because on one hand it feels like they nailed it on the first one, leave it alone. You guys did it. But on the other hand, I see the interest in applying the, in dropping a predator into a situation. It's a fun premise and it's what they tried to do for predator too. Like where they were like, well, let's, let's do a completely different scenario, but predator and stuff. And so that's fun unfortunately it seems to be that they can never get it right ever well, uh, the, my, the issue is like and it goes with why my opinion why predator one was so good and predator two was bad 
Like it blows my mind they spent more money on Predator Two than the first Predator because I think I mean they asked for way more and they they only got pretty much about the same budget. Well, yeah, which (laughs) is fucking. But anyway, so they and they wanted to shoot in New York, but they didn't have the money to do it, so they had to change it to L.A. It's just (laughs) I I can't imagine. I imagine isn't the union is why the East Coast is so fucking expensive to shoot on the East Coast. I I assume that's what it has to do with. It's just expensive to leave L.A. Yeah. Because everybody's L.A. based. Well, and so yeah. everything just skyrockets well, the second you leave. Well, That's why there's so many movies made in L.A. Yeah. Well, because <laughs> uh, 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 Killing Them Softly, which we I feel like we teased doing like forever ago. Sure. Then, we, then we fucking go down a rabbit hole of <laughs> where we are now. We'll get to that eventually. We have other fun stuff to do. Uh, but um, like that's clearly a Boston movie. Like the characters there are clearly East Coast characters. And yeah. It very obviously is shot in New Orleans. Like, yeah, it's funny because, like, uh, I was listening to the my action. ice is back, people. <laughs> I'm sure, they're so excited. Check your bingo card. <laughs> um, if only I, I need to. I need to go buy that ice removal uh, software from that uh, website. <laughs> but it's what, what website is that? It's, it's just a bad joke. <laughs> i just need a specific plug-in to remove ice <laughs> okay yeah but let's, also go, we let's need, go with that but also we need to get rid of ice on the border because fuck them uh <laughs> oh yes we do yes i see what you mean <laughs> but uh the u.s of ice it's like they they action boys made a point of like la is not a city that you generally think of as like a downtown city and the second mm-hmm. they mentioned that it was meant to be in new york it all kind of clicked into place because it's like predator 2 all the all the set pieces are like warehouse buildings and mm-hmm. like like city like city streets that look very New Yorky. Or one of the biggest set pieces is the subway, which all of us always think about L.A. when we mm-hmm. think of the subway. Uh, well, not not that they don't have subways, but I'm like that's such a New York thing. Well, <laughs> the same way they reference, I think that uh, was I can't remember that reporter that's on the scene reporter. This this <laughs> yeah. he, I think he calls it the concrete jungle, which is like. <laughs> I mean, listen to Jay Z, Alicia Keys, uh, "Welcome to New York," "Concrete Jungle," where dreams are made of. Yeah, it, it's very. They just didn't have the money. Um, but Which I think it's weird. Like, I don't know. I think they would have made their if they had pwned up the money. They probably like. I don't know. Like, where do you? I've read so many things on why Arnold didn't do this. Like, I've heard it was scheduling conflicts. I've heard it was money. I feel like you bring Arnold back after the first one made so much fucking money. You make your money back. I feel. I want to say. I could be wrong about this, and I, I probably am because he he did Terminator too. But I, I feel like Arnold wasn't a big sequel guy. Uh, but like maybe he liked to. I don't know. I I didn't read a lot of the history behind like like you surprised me when you said like oh it was meant to be like a buddy cop thing with yeah. Arnold. Yeah, and, that's that's why <laughs> it makes sense too because no because Danny Glover is a. I mean, no disrespect, Danny Glover. He's a buddy cop guy. Cause yeah, name one thing that Danny Glover is good in as a solo star. I mean, I don't know my Danny Glover movies off the top of my head that well, well, well except for well, Lethal Weapon. Well, we can bring up when we do the uh, right before we start, and we can do the uh, the actor the game we play. What's it called again? Uh, I don't know. Rorschach test. I don't know. Just what you think of? <laughs> what do you think of first? Like. I can't, I mean, off the top of my head, I can't name you anything mm-hmm. that he's like the leading man in. Uh, uh, which is funny. He's just, he's in ensemble movies. He's, my, in, he's in Lethal Weapon. He's in Sorry to Bother You. He's in Angels in the Outfield. Like, uh, which my, which I'm sure you're going to think the Rorschach test is going to be Lethal Weapon, but it's not. 
film noir. While we're talking about Danny Glover, though, I, I had this idea in my head, and I want to I want to see if this is, this ends up being really stupid or if it works the way I want it to. But at any point, I'm going to start saying a sentence, and I want you to finish it when you feel confident. <laughs> I'm just ruining all your background noise right now. Yeah, you're, this is off to a fucking brilliant start. You're, you're really meaning me right now. Uh, but so I'm going to start saying a sentence, and feel free to let me continue as long as you want. But feel free to jump in when you feel. And if you're right, I'll say you're right. If you're wrong, I'll continue it. Okay. Um, Danny Glover <laughs> is one of the best actors or maybe even top five actors in buddy cop films <laughs> is, is it one word or two is no it's, it's just whatever i think of yeah that's what i think of i think of him as a buddy cop guy because my the way i was going to finish the sentence is one of the top five all-time talking to himself guys. he is really good at that yeah because <laughs> he spends he spends half this movie being like no i need the bigger gun no, I need like I was just uh, like I was like, is there any actor who talks I, more to themselves do, in a movie? Like maybe Bruce Willis. I do. Uh, I do say <laughs> the movie that comes to my head most. We say he talks by he talks himself is fucking Saw. <laughs> it's the scene where he's like he's got cameras on whatever. He's like, well, you're waiting for the doctor. I'm waiting for the doctor too. <laughs> he does talk to himself. I mean, there's so you're many. Ta- you're talking to a guy where his most famous words is him telling himself. I'm getting too old for this shit. Yeah, when he was in his 40s. <laughs> Which he, he is, I was shocked to learn he was only in his 40s for this movie. He is. He looks like he's at least 58. Yeah, but then he gets to like go through his like 50s and 60s looking good for his age. He just yeah. kind of had to pay for it in his 30s and 40s. I guess. Because like, he aged pretty gracefully, but he did. He has like, an, it's like a combination of his, because his voice has just always been. Yeah, you know, like, I, know, I know that kid, yeah. <laughs> he killed Danny. The door swings both ways. <laughs> but yeah, let's, because uh, I was laughing because we do the uh, actor Rorschach test uh, thing. I was like, we're only going to do it for Predator 2 because. No, I, we got to do The Predator has more names, so. Not that I know of from stuff. Uh, I, I almost know, which is funny. I almost, I know like two or three people from the, the actual Predator 2. I know more people from the Predator than the Predator. Well, I guess when I think about it, I don't know. We can we can play it. Like, okay, we like, can try. I mean, it's gonna be like me when you gave me Tim Roth. And I'm like, <laughs> fuck. The Incredible Hulk. I think he's in that. Yeah, but then you went and watched Tim Burton's Planet of the Apes. Yeah, well, that was a fuck. I love my new movie channels, and I love the and because you know, which is gonna cable's gonna come to kind of how you asked me how with how I came to this be so pumped about 2018 was a weird year. I feel like for me. Yeah. Let, let's do predator okay. 2 though okay let's do it um do you recognize adam baldwin from anything no uh for me i i was a big firefly fan he's one of the main characters in that he was in full metal jacket and independence day and the patriot and drill bit taylor apparently uh, <laughs> but <laughs> yeah that's what i i just know he was in drill bit taylor because i was listening to the cinephobe episode yeah it's I funny because it's like he, he he's really good in firefly but then he took like a real nice little hard right wing turn so that was fun but he's pretty decent in predator too how about uh do you know robert davi from anything no uh i know him because like he's he's in like die hard and showgirls but i want to say he's 
I want to say he's in Maniac Cop. He's in one of the Maniac Cop movies. Hmm. He just he's the he's I, like I'm not familiar with Maniac Cop. Yeah, I, I'm. It's, I haven't watched it. It's just he has a really recognizable face because he's it's all pockmarked and and he's got the huge chin and stuff. He's the guy that's like not Danny Glover's boss, but like Danny Glover's boss's boss. Oh. Um, how about uh, how about our boy Bill Paxton? Uh, yes, uh, I think um, uh, I can't think of the movie now. Let me. <laughs> it, I was I remember like I know him from this movie. Let me, it's uh fuck Tombstone. He's in Tombstone. Yes, Tombstone. Uh, That's why I know him from. I love Bill Paxton. I I love Bill Paxton. Like when he popped up in this movie, I was oh, like, yes. oh shit, Bill Paxton's in this movie. And crazy thing, he is the only actor to be killed by both in in movies by a predator and by an alien. That was a spoiler. And, he, and he's been killed by a Terminator. Yeah. He's just, <laughs> I do remember. I can't remember. They tried to get, I think they, tr- I read trivia. They tried to get him an AVP just to, like the full circle thing. Which, I do. I like shit like that. It just makes me chuckle. Um, so I'm going to be a little indulgent on Bill Paxton because snap judgment for me is twister. Um, because I just uh, love that movie. Tombstone's me, like I said, Morgan Earl. But I also really love him in Near Dark, this vampire movie. He's really good in True Lies as one of the villains. He's like when Arnold's like threatening. Is that, is that the Arnold and Jamie Lee Curtis? Yeah. What's, so, I don't mean to I mean this up here, but what's the the bad, the the girl who's a bad guy in that movie? She's. Oh. As, uh, as a young kid with my parents watching the movie, it's like. Um, Tia Carrere. Oh, yeah. uh, she's in a, my teach my. Uh, Teacher's wife too, right? Have you seen that movie? No. Oh, I mean she's great. Oh, she's uh, hot. But yeah, I love him in Near Dark. Two Lies. He's really funny. It's like uh, when Arnold says, "Like I got a little dick. It's pathetic, man." Uh, <laughs> of course, Aliens. Game over, man. Game over. Uh, but yeah, he's in Edge of Tomorrow. I forgot about that. But Bill Paxton, R.I.P. in peace. Fucking one of the goats. I I love Bill Paxton, and he's. He is phenomenal in this movie too. Like, he, he like I, I think I think all the leads are actually pretty solid, mm-hmm. but he just like man, he pops. Like he shows up, he's just like you just hit the T and like, you let it fly. He, uh, <laughs> he has one of my favorite quotes from Tombstone in a, in a fucking movie of fucking great quotes. When uh, they're uh, when they're trying, basically is when the Earth want nothing to do with anything law, and the mayor's like, a lot of people in this town are suffering, and he's like. I'm suffering from a hangover. It's like, that's a fucking great line. He's like, I need a, I need a urine sample, a stool sample and a, and a, and a semen sample. I said, doc, I'm in a rush. Can I just leave my underwear with you? Uh, it's like, PR is my specialty. Luck also, is my specialty. If we can get into it, also crack me up that like, um, Predator 2, apparently they almost gave it the Showgirls rating because of violence, and I'm like, <laughs> really? these, mo- these motherfuckers never seen John Wick. <laughs> it also, we'll get it late, I'll just spoil this, it also cracks me up, like, watch the blood in Predator 2 that happens when the Predator just fucking slices people from asshole appetite, yeah. and watch it in the Predator, and it's like, there's a fucking damn near 20 year difference in special effects here, and... The predator fucking blows. Well, yeah, it's like I apparently the predator must have had the 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 CGI budget that a kid like in second grade they they like hit a kid oh, in second oh, grade up for his allowance for their I CGI will, budget for that movie. I will like well, I, I guess while we're on this topic, like I know we're in the middle of the Predator Two Rorschach test, but how dare how dare the predator? I I literally was like wow, like two seconds into the predator and I'm already upset. 
Uh, but how dare they have the balls to open their movie with the shittiest looking CGI ships I've ever fucking it's, seen in my entire it's life. Embarrassing. I was like, this is a this is unbelievable. Will, like the, the the special effects in in the Predator are unbelievably bad. I will <laughs> I will reference Cinephone with a mean. I believe the Predator and Jurassic Park had a similar budget, and Jurassic Park had realistic-looking dinosaurs in I 1993. Just, it's really frustrating to me because I'm kind of a Shane Black defender, but I'm just like shame on you, this, like shame what, on what, you for like. One of my notes is <laughs> there's people out there that think Shane Black is a genius. I think he's a great writer, and and he honestly, is, I admit, he is good with dialogue. But I'll admit this now: I come, I come away from this thinking. How much of his greatness has he got really good people to do his shit? I don't know. Cause like he has directed good movies too. Yeah. Like the, like nice guys and Russell, Kiss, Cro- Kiss, Russell Crowe after, well, after the quick and dead, which he sucked in. Well, it's like, I guess, uh, I guess I just kiss, kiss, bang, bang, Robert Downey Jr. And Val Kilmer. I heard rumblings that like the, the making of the predator was quite troubled and maybe that had something I, to do with I, it. I was going to ask your opinion on that. Just watching it yourself as a film, better film expert than me. How much you think was it was studio interference? And this is just a really fucking bad script. I think it's a combination because when you watch the predator, you can tell it's been chopped to pieces. I yes, mean, all, I you, all you need to do is like watch the trailer and see how much of the trailer didn't yeah. even make it into the movie. Yeah. And and it's like, well, like and, the, the movie flows so unevenly and badly. Like it just, it's what happened. Like Shane, it's like Shane Black. He's good at like tight little like mystery dramas with like practical action and like buddy. He and he writes buddies really yeah, well, he, but like he doesn't he doesn't write a full group well enough because like he gives you little bits and pieces of these characters, but it's not enough. And then like him trying to do like big CGI action scenes, it looks like fucking dog yeah, shit i won't get into it now because we there's gonna be plenty of time for hating later so i'll stop myself but rorschach test we did bill paxton who's next because um, there's so there's so much more time for this uh yeah hating later we'll do uh maria conchita uh don't know her um she's uh i think she's most famous probably for well she's most famous for this but also uh the running man yeah the, the uh cinephobe references because they they're like didn't she have a moment and i yeah. think zach goes yeah, I think this movie ruined it. <laughs> I mean, she's good in it though. Like, like she's pretty. Like, she's also a singer, and I mean, like, she's fun. I, it's funny. Like, clicking on all these actors, every actor I click on, a couple of the posters just have Arnold's face on them. I just feel like Arnold is looming behind everything well, about this yeah, movie. Well, I'll get into that <laughs> later when I talk about why this movie blew at the box office and just. An underrated reason people don't think after why the first film was so successful. I, I only have one other. Po- I only have one other. <laughs> I'm a I'm a mess today, people. <laughs> I only have one other poll for this guy, but Ruben Blades. Nothing. Um, he he's in Once Upon a Time in, in Mexico for a couple seconds. I haven't seen it. Uh, but even uh, Mendes in that movie, right? Uh yeah, I think so. Well, I won't. I'll check it out. Maybe not though, because you might be getting her confused with Salma Hayek. Well, I think they're nope, both. They're, they're, they're both in it. in it. Yeah, she's in it too. Well, Eva Mendes, Salma Hayek, uh, Hayek. Fuck, that's early. Eva Mendes and Salma Hayek. But this is about Shane Black that does this to you, Justin. <laughs> oh, it's, we've had arguments of Shane Black going back to Iron Man three. You know my opinion on the man. <laughs> I'm an, I'm I'm a bit of an Iron Man de- defender too. No, it's like, a good it's a good movie, but the fact that but once again. Robert Downey Jr. 
how much of his greatness is really good people doing his shit. Yeah, I just don't. I don't. I don't know. I'm inclined to give him the. Because the thing there's is, there's really good dialogue. There's good banter in this movie. I'll give it that. Like, uh, he, there's so much. I think that's why I love the trailer so much because there's so much. This is basically how you watch The Crow, City of Angels. Like, there's so much I could do with this if I had it. I look at that because even like Keegan Michael Key, who is like pretty annoying in the movie, there's moments where I'm like, okay, that's funny. And then it's like, okay, gone too far. Yeah, he's just, uh, Keegan, I think, has always been, by far and away, the weaker actor of the Key and Peele duo. I, and I enjoy him more than Jordan Peele, honestly, though. I, I, I mean, he's very charismatic, yeah. but in, this, in, in The Predator, which is the movie he's in, like, he's being asked to play this kind of complicated character, and he's not pulling it off no. at all. It would have uh, been better <laughs> if they had just let him be comedy relief, but... He's, he's, he's supposed to be this kind of like tortured soul. He should have been killed. Very, he should have had a lot of comedic quotes in the beginning, then killed early. But as, as someone that likes Shane Black, I am inclined to believe that that movie is a result of a lot of studio interference. But I also, if my name was on the movie, if I was making The Predator, I don't. I think you'd have to kill me before I let the Predator blood be Baja Blast green. When it has been like nuclear yellow grain in every other Predator and movie, also, I, I'm just like, I'm like, how do you fuck up so fundamentally also, that you can't even get the color of the blood correct? Because <laughs> Shane Black doesn't. I mean, look at fucking the Iron Man thing. He knew nothing about the Mandarin. He does do, he does no research about this, and which is pretty fucked up because he was in Predator. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> does no research about this, and I have quotes from his that he's talked about, which he's made quotes about the movie and after the movie Prey, and it's just like, how fucking tone deaf are you? Uh, I also thought it was ridiculous, I have a note that they called uh, Trevante Williams' character, his real name is Gaylord, yeah, because the most famous, like, the most famous acting role he has is he plays a gay character. <laughs> Gary, like, Gary Busey. Okay, Gary Busey, uh, honestly, it's a black sheet for me. Black sheep. <laughs> I it's that it's that SNL era. I was hooked on. Uh, for me, it's uh, if I can do, I can I can go home to your mama's house, start a small fire in her panties, or you can get out of the car. <laughs> Gary Busey is one of the all time oh, actors. Uh, like he is. There's only one. Sorry, you good. No, it's it's my annoying like, you. <laughs> no, I just I I'm just thinking about Gary Busey. I'm just like, man, what a it's just like such a tragedy, I guess. Like as far as he is, he's, he's just so talented, but he was always a little unhinged. And then he had that motorcycle accident and it was just like, we got a few more years of, of people being able to kind of rein him in still. And then it's just like, completely off the, I always think of that family guy bit where they kind of make fun of him where he's like, looks, he like looks himself in the mirror. He's got this like demonic flaming version of himself. He's like, He's like, how am I doing, Garrett Busey? You're doing great. Okay, I'll keep it up. Like, <laughs> it's like, the best compliment you can give Gary Busey is there's only one Gary Busey. Like, he's he's brilliant at what he does, and when he's utilized correctly, he's so good. For me, I guess to get this, like, it's a toss up between Lethal Weapon and Point Break. Uh, he's just I haven't seen Point Break. Oh, yet. he's so fucking good. In it's, Point on, Break. it's on the it, list. It, and I think I think Point Break is post accident too. I believe because it's a, uh, for, yeah ninety one. It's like I said, it's Black Sheep because that's where like 
hits the most with that's where I can quote the most of his lines for that movie. Like, like Rookie said, but, of the Year, I like him in a um, lot too. Uh, freaking Under Siege. Have you seen that one? Oh yeah, Under yeah, Siege. Under of Siege. He's good in that. Um, uh, he, he he's 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 really interesting but he can be, he's very menacing in lethal weapon yeah. like he's uh, yeah. the final fight that's the lethal uh, weapon movie i've seen the least of i will say yeah. out of the four uh, mr joshua it's all uh, it's, it's <laughs> also in my opinion it's the worst of the four but that's just my opinion <laughs> that is okay we won't get it we already covered that i think <laughs> i get no joe pesci i like joe pesci give me joe pesci i've watched casino Three times this week. He's in a movie with Dustin Hoffman called Straight Time. I haven't seen it. Uh, I wouldn't expect you to. It's like from the 70s. But, uh, Is that pre-motorcycle accident? Oh, it's kind of? way pre-motorcycle accident. And uh, Action Boys covered it once. And I was like, wow, they're making this movie sound really good. And I almost like what? went and watched it. Because it's like Dustin Hoffman and <laughs> Gary Bu- Dustin Hoffman, Gary Busey, Harry Dean Stanton, just like all at the top of I their will. game. I will say I can understand that because like when you listen to people talk about movie, it's like, Oh, I got to watch it. Like I was just, but then I watched a couple clips where, cause oh. like Dustin Hoffman, he's like kind of a lunatic, but fuck man, he's like a really good actor. The, the, the cl- <laughs> I, I experienced this recently because uh, on one of the episodes of mean was uh, going, cause you, you've talked about a mean was going nuts about uh, action Jackson with Carl Weathers, which is a reference to this cause Carl Weathers is in the predator. But mm-hmm. so I watched that and it, I was like, I'm not saying this, but then it's all about state of mind. Cause I went into it thinking it was going to be one movie. And then I watched it and I didn't finish it. Cause I'm like, I'm not even going to finish this. Then I listened to the episode, the cinephobe episode. I'm like, okay, I went into this for the wrong mentality. I need to get like their mentality where they can laugh at these scenes. Yeah. Yeah. It also Plus, has... Carl Ruthers is just so watchable. Oh, he's, I mean, do you see that guy with his shirt off? <laughs> uh, <laughs> last, last but not least, Danny Glover. Uh, um, Angels in the Outfield. Angels in the Outfield. That was my favorite baseball movie when I was a kid. Baseball. <laughs> I, I think for me, I, I really liked Angels in the Outfield, but my fa- my favorite baseball movie might have been either The Sandlot or I really wa- I watched Rookie of the Year a lot. Oh, and I, I watched uh, Major League a lot too. Major, well, Major. Honestly, well, my favorite baseball Baseball's movie. such a good fucking movie oh, sport. I can- I have a, I, which fun, I think it's clear to how my clear to classic, I have a folder saved in my phone for lists that I have of, it originally just started with my picks and reverse episodes. It's expanded to my picks, reverse episode, a baseball movie category. A, <laughs> we've started talking about doing classically bad movies. So I have a classically bad movie category. And of course I have a Steven Seagal category because you've done none Steven Seagal and I got all kinds to throw at you there. Yeah, Steven Seagal is weird though because I've like half watched like ten of his movies. Uh. <laughs> it's, which we'll reference that here. He was uh, he really wanted to be in uh, Predator too. Yeah, that's not well. Uh, the other fun action tidbit is is Jean Claude Van Damme was originally supposed to be the Predator. Yeah, yeah. Have uh, you seen the original design of? The I film? haven't looked it up. They it talk is, about it all the time on well, Action Boys. No, he was he was <laughs> no he did it for two days then. <laughs> He quit because he couldn't do Jean Claude Van Damme things in the suit. <laughs> yeah, and it looked like a giant lizard. <laughs> I actually think um, my predator was better. Uh, <laughs> he's a psycho. They, yeah, he's they, 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 they all read a book that was like about like the old action stars recently, and he he like legitimately stalked Sylvester Stallone and like showed up at his house unannounced and well, was like, I just want to fight Sly. Uh, <laughs> well, I read, I really got into, cause all I read was Steven Seagal wanted to, they, 
So the director for Predator 2, we'll get into that, uh, Michael Hopkins, is that his name, or is it Stephen Hopkins? Some, Stephen. Hop, some guy named Hopkins, we'll yeah. start there. Uh, some uh, some British guy named yes. Stephen Hopkins, yes. I found out. Okay, yeah, well, <laughs> he, uh, well, he, like I said, it was originally supposed to be um, uh, the, uh, Danny Glover and Arnold Schwarzenegger returning as Dutch, and Danny Cop being the average Joe with the, obviously, the- God. Damn it, Dutch! Oh, damn it, Dutch! <laughs> what errands do you got us running for the DA? What other errands do you have us running for the DA? Yeah, but so then Arnold dropped. Arnold couldn't do it. There's a rumor it was over two hundred fifty thousand dollars that he wanted to do the movie. Uh, ponying up that dough, it's Arnold. Uh, and then there were said he wanted to do Kindergarten Cop to break away from action. Then there was a rumor he wanted to do Terminator Two with James Cameron and couldn't commit. They should have got on But anyway, so then it turned into, well, we have to recast this this character who's going to be the character that does it with uh, Danny Glover. And the director thought about Steven Seagal as possible being this character. He met with him, and Steven Seagal did not want to be a side character, believe it or not. He wanted to be of course the, not. He wanted to be the main character, and he wanted to play a ex-CIA psychiatrist who also knew martial arts. <laughs> he wanted to be Steven Seagal in every movie. He should have tried, he should have asked if he could be a biologist but, who knows how to use uh, military-grade assault weapons for some reason. Right, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, so, and the direct- hey, I'm, I'm all for a badass uh, uh, woman, but like, what the fuck yeah, was that all about? <laughs> I, don't, I don't know, but yeah, I don't know. But yeah, but yeah, so, um, so yeah, so he, the director goes to meet Stephen Gall at his house, and I can't remember all the full details, but pretty much the director, Stephen Gall gave his version of what the movie wanted to be, and the director was like, this is going so far from my movie, and this guy's fucking insane. So I, And Stephen Gall tried to offer him by, we can go to my ranch down south, and I have, I have grenade launchers we can <laughs> shoot there. It's like, yeah, I think that it should take place in the which, past, and I'm Native American, which, and uh, I'm... I'm the chief of a tribe. Which I will say, it seems Gall is in this. He does better box office numbers than Danny Glover, just saying. Uh, I, he, hate, I hate Steven Seagal. Oh, come on, he does not get... If all the shitty action starts from the 90s, why does he not get the respect? Because that, that motherfucker could throw a sidekick before he weighed 300 pounds. Yeah, but he also sucked. He was awesome. I will throw He's at you... He's a huge piece of shit. I will throw at you so many great... Like, like even, even, I can even, give you... He, under siege both movies those movies fuck okay don't fucking disrespect those exit wounds with dmx it's like a pretty infamous story of like someone like literally making steven seagal uh the lead of a movie on a bet like it's like he's like i'm gonna take the most uncharismatic block of wood i know uncharismatic come on <laughs> uncharismatic we're give steven seagal his fucking flowers okay don't fucking disrespect man early 90s the- vladimir putin Wait, let me let me go through this fucking list. You don't have to. I mean, it's like he, even before he defected to Russia, he was a huge piece yeah. of shit. <laughs> I but, used I mean, to be on. a huge piece of How shit. How many action stars were a huge piece? Tom Cruise is still an action star. He's a giant piece of They're shit. All pieces okay? of shit. Like the only one who has like the only one who's like been born out. Well, I guess like Stallone. <laughs> Stallone was a nightmare, but I don't. From from what I know, he never did anything bad. I can and, give you straight from 1988 to 1994 fucking bangers from Steven Seagal, okay? They're not bangers because of him, though. Yes, they are. No, they're not. Like, I, you, I, you were fucking having your blinders on. Take them off, okay? Have the gall for Steven Seagal. <laughs> Wait, I, are we still doing the Rorschach test? What are we doing here? <laughs> we, we did all of Predator 2. Okay, all right, let's jump in. So... 
where do we go from here? I'm sorry. I'm commandeering this. <laughs> I'm feeling a little under siege over here. This might be the worst episode we've ever done. <laughs> um, I thought maybe, yeah, I guess we should just talk about Predator 2 a little well, bit. Be, I can go in my background with the Predator. I'll tell you this. I Tell me it. I watched Predator 2 with the thought that I'll watch the one that seems less unpleasant first and then like enjoy that and then try to ride that high into the predator i wish i had watched these in reverse because basically what happened was i watched predator 2 and went huh that was fine and then i watched the predator and was like man that was terrible and it's... if i had watched the predator first i would have been like holy shit this is bad mm-hmm. and then i would have watched predator 2 and been like oh my god this is great uh but instead i had a, a meh experience and a bad experience <laughs> yeah, well my experience with predator 2 is funny i watched that before i saw the first predator well i watched bits and pieces of it as a kid but because I, I well obviously as a young kid in the 90s being scarred by horror films i saw it as a scary film and show how uninformed i was i always thought the predator as a kid that he ate people not just killed them it is funny one of the things that it's like a big plot point in predator 2 that he kills people, but then he like sneaks off to a beef it's, warehouse to eat. And I was it, like, it's very odd. Cause like, <laughs> why is he like, it's, it's a whole plot point that pre- the predator trying to do is stupid. We need to stop doing is like, why is he skin the people? Because yeah, people skin the animals they kill, but they do that. So cause uh, they, as a, as a person who helps my, bro- my brothers hunts deer and I help him butcher the deer. Uh, you skin them so you have access to the meat. And also you can make stuff out of deer for, like, yeah. you can make, like, coats and blankets and mm-hmm. shit. Like, he just skins them as a, a message. It's not really how you, yeah, it's I not really how that. you, it's not really how you present your trophies, though. Yeah. And, and it's funny because it feels like he does collect skulls, but he seems to only collect the skulls of the people he thinks are, like, worth yeah. collecting the skulls of. Because he takes Paxton's skull. And I think he takes King Willie's skull. Yeah, he skull. does. He takes, uh, in the first movie, I think the only skull he takes, which is odd, is, uh, I have, do you, what do you remember, do you remember anything from the first Predator? Uh, just bits and pieces. Uh, do you remember who Billy is? I think so, yeah. He's the Native American who, uh, it's, it's, uh, it's, he has an awesome, the first Predator, I agree, is a better movie. The second Predator, I think, is a more enjoyable experience because you get more on-screen Predator kills, which is what I'm here for. Yeah, but and he well, well the first Predator movie they have the benefit of you not knowing what a Predator well, is. Well, that's <laughs> I get into that too is why that movie's so thought of because people lo- people fear the unknown more than the known. You don't really even see the Predator yeah. until like an hour into the movie. Yes, and this it's it's the same it's the Jaws principle. I think that's even like a term that it's like the less you show the monster, well, yeah. the better ja- if you're trying well, to create suspense. As a- <laughs> and the problem with both Predator two. And the Predator is the word suspense is nowhere to be found in any of Which, these movies. <laughs> if we'll get we'll get into the AVP thing too, but AVP Alien versus Predator this this it's a Alien versus Predator Requiem tried to do this, but they did it awful. But like I'm a big I'm not a big supernatural fan. The only big supernatural like yeah I don't like vampire movies. I don't like zombie movies. The only supernatural I'll get into I like werewolf. I don't know what it is, maybe just the wolf portion of it, but I feel like I talk to a lot of guys and they don't like supernatural stuff, but they do make an exception for werewolves. Because they're <laughs> Joe Rogan is dead set that the best werewolf movie is American Werewolf in London because you don't really see the werewolf. Yeah. Which I understand, but for me, 
I want to see the werewolf because the werewolf hasn't done, hasn't been done good on screen in very many movies. Yeah. I mean, when you do like, I like the supernatural monster stuff just because they always, it always represents a metaphor and it creates this interesting character dynamic that I enjoy where it's like, like I did ginger snaps for the show. I think I won't watch them. Um, and they use the where they use her turning into a werewolf as just a metaphor for puberty in that movie. And hmm. it's like, there's a lot of like where werewolf movies, like the Jack Nicholson one where it's more of like just the, a, a man's darker side coming out. And it's a very Jekyll or, and Hyde, adjacent to Jekyll and Hyde to a certain extent. Like, and uh, another movie that I was really disappointed. I remember when they remade the wolf man with Antonio, with, uh, who it was, uh, Anthony Hopkins. And who was the other fellow? Uh, Benicio del Toro, I think. Mm. that was very disappointing too because they looked like <laughs> it's funny because you're echoing a lot i feel like i hear a lot of people say i love werewolf movies and then they quickly followed up by saying every werewolf movie they've seen sucks <laughs> I, there's, i like a lot of people don't i like the underworld uh i like, franchise. The, I like the underworld they franchise did, it's not the best werewolf but they do a good job i think uh try to think what else i like uh have you ever seen uh have you ever seen this you probably haven't have you ever seen bad moon no <laughs> it's a very it's a very limited budget werewolf and it's not the greatest but it something about it works for me i don't know what it is yeah there's a movie that came out pretty recently called the wolf of snow hollow that i meant to watch mm-hmm. um that looked pretty fun i don't know it's, it's 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 tough because like you have to like pick a lane right like mm-hmm. you either need, need to go like really goofy slasher camp with it or you need to go like this is a terrifying yeah. entity I, uh, and I think the reason why people respond so much to American Werewolf is just because the tone of it, it's so, I mean, they like it because the transformation sequence is, is really cool. Um, it, it, I think that movie's a little overrated, to be honest with you. I haven't seen it. Maybe um, we'll have to do it. Um, it's, I mean, I don't know. Like, I, I remember being like, okay, that was cool. And then it's like, blah, 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 blah. Okay, that was a pretty good scene. Blah, 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 blah. It's just like, okay. And I, I think with Predator 2, when we were talking before the show started, you said something off the cuff of like, it's a really enjoyable experience. And then the last part drags a little bit to be honest with you. I think the whole movie drags a lot. I, this did not feel like a, like a, (laughs) (laughs) uh, this did not feel like a movie that was 108 minutes long. It felt interminable at times. I, I I think the pacing of predator Two. Is not as bad as the Predator, but it's bad. It's, it's not, paced really poorly. Like the beginning <laughs> is really, it's really good. I, uh, pretty much like, and well, and I'll add this as well. Pretty much why we're doing this is because I recently got channels. Recently, I did the cord cutting thing where I did stream forever. Now I have channels, and the Predator with Arnold has been on like nonstop on my movie channels, and so I've been watching that a lot. I probably watched that in the last month more than I watched it beforehand. And AVP was on once, and I decided one night just to binge every Predator movie. I watched Prey finally, and I've just been balls deep in this. Like, and it kills me. There's there hasn't really been a good sequel other than Prey, and so I started. I sent Jake a bunch of what if I were in charge of writing a script? What would I do? I just sent him a bunch of ideas, mm-hmm. and pretty much why I've come to this. It's better to have a scenario where you just drop a Predator in a situation. Because the Predator, unfortunately, always has to lose because he's too invincible to be a protagonist, in my opinion. A and, little bit, yeah. And you don't, and my, going off of, from the second Predator, I don't want to see the Predator weak. But it's all, but you're, yeah, you're hitting on something really important with the Predator in general, in the sense that 
they keep dropping predators into movies, but then they lose, and it, it, it like defeats the entire point of the it's, predator. Well, it's, they, it's the it's, Action Boys talked about this a little bit. They're like, like they just kind of need to do a movie where the predator kills a ton of Nazis and then walks away. Like, in like, ev- <laughs> like in every movie the predator's in, it dies. Like no predator has lived. Like. <laughs> <laughs> and there's been like in AVP, the predator is essentially one of the protagonists. Well, in the first one, it kind of is, and the second one, it's well, like. Well, in the predator, it turns out that yeah. the the, oh, the little predator is like uh, after it, it's good after it kills like everybody. Because like in the first predator, it's like well, it's just an entity, and he's hunting people for fun. We don't really know how strong they're supposed to be. They clearly have advanced technology, but we don't have any really preconceived notions of what this is supposed to be and then in two it's like okay so they do just like come there because like gary Busey's like he's like spotted them back in 87 they're back here 10 years later they they're uh, they're attracted by heat and conflict and they, they're here to hunt you're you're lying in his jungle or whatever that line goes but then danny glover like beats him almost just like accidentally and so it's like what that's the worst I, part. Of as, these, as these movies go on, I'm like, do predators suck at what they do? Like, are they terrible? I would <laughs> say their biggest weakness from watching every movie is overconfidence. Maybe. Cause it's Cause like, I can't, cause I always associate hunting with like, and don't get me wrong. I know I, I don't poo poo all hunting. I know sometimes like hunting deer to keep population down is helpful and, and it's delicious, but I've also always, and I, and I eat, I eat beef, so who am I to talk about like animals or whatever? But like a lot of times, I especially like big game hunting, I associate with just like rich assholes like going out and just like being given all these like super big tools to just like shoot an elephant in the face or whatever. Or the less. And but then, it's, and, but I'm like the predator is not that because they seem to have on, an, like a bit of an honor system to mm-hmm. a certain extent. They well, seem to be physically fit themselves like it's not just the technology they seem kind of buff and like they can fight too but i'm like i just don't really and the thing is i I don't have to understand what the deal is with the predator but if they're going to keep presenting them like this over and over and like trying to explain their background like all it's just become a jumbled mess like i it's the whole thing is just really messy at this point well the best reason for why they come to earth i felt like was honestly done in a movie one of the in the first avp pretty much like pretty much for the basis for that movie uh avp for the uninitiated as alien versus predator it was literally the movie that brought the predator back to big screen after predator 2 killed the franchise pretty much but pretty much what that is is pretty much uh, if i go a basic summary of the movie with spoilers maybe i don't know fuck it but no, uh, not AVP. Pretty, pretty much, they pretty <laughs> much uh, somehow uh, humans get lured to this Antarctic underground Antarctic temple. And are you familiar with the Aliens movie at all? Yeah, yeah, I've seen the so first. I've seen the first. Two. Humans get lured, and I've seen and I've seen Prometheus yeah. and Covenant. Unfortunately, yeah. humans get yeah. Me too, bro. <laughs> Same note too, bro. But humans get lured to this underground temple, which. Obviously, the way to create the aliens is, and the queen is in this, the alien queen is in the temple, and somehow they kickstart her where she produces uh, face huggers for people who don't watch the alien movies. Is this egg hatches, and it's this kind of small creature that looks like a hand, and it's a giant hand, and it covers people's face, and it pretty much impregnates them with the alien, 
who then bursts from their chest and grows in a rapid pace to where it's a full-grown alien. People come here, they impregnate them with the alien, the aliens burst, and then the predators send um, pretty much rookie predators, and it's considered a rite of passage. This is how they join whatever the elder ranks, and they become full-time predators. Almost Think of it as almost like soldiers going through training, which I felt like was a pretty good deal, which they could have expanded upon. It's like, oh, this is why they send predators to Earth. You know, you have to kill X amount of people. I to... was fine with it when it was like they were just an intergalactic species that finds interesting yes. things to hunt. And I'm he, cool with and that humans too. are interesting. Like... There's so many. <laughs> me, you didn't like that they come here because they're they're trying to get our DNA. You didn't like that. Mm. We'll get to that later. Uh... <laughs> but no, I, I'm okay with that too. I'm okay with them like giving younger predators a rite of passage. Like personally, I don't give a fuck what their end game is. Okay. Because I mean, the thing with Predator 2 is the 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 final thing is they they basically lore dump all over your face mm-hmm. by having all those other predators come out and like give them like the civil war era pirate gun or whatever yes, which and... which is a uh, wish that it comes back and pray <laughs> and well, it, as i looked into it, i felt bad because i sent I, I sent you a uh a plot summary of what like it's about pirates that can hear and that Go against the predator. Apparently, there's a comic book for predators, and that's they have the pirates against the predator. Okay, and, yeah. I'm, which I felt, which is why I kind of abandoned that idea because like, <laughs> I'm not fucking copying these people. Yeah. Um. But yeah. So I I do want to say as just a baseline with Predator Two, like the things that are nice about it, just in general. Uh, the actors I think are all really solid. This is a very classic. This is gonna, gonna beat my drum pretty hard on this one. This is. Uh, watching both these movies side by side is it's really uh, just puts a fine point on my logic lately that older movies just had interesting good actors in them and newer movies just have pretty generic people who are like okay which i will uh, with the occasional decent ones sprinkled in and and like when you can for me when you compare the cast of predator 2 with like danny glover who's just like a really interesting, charismatic guy. Gary Busey is one of the villains, sort of a villain, not uh, really. A bit of in uh, the middle. Maria, Maria uh, I want to make sure I'm saying her name correctly, Conchito? Uh, why did I say it without looking it up? Uh, uh, Conchita. Uh, she, like, she's really interesting and brings some interesting energy. Ruben Blade's fun. Bill Paxton is just like, oh man, I'm on TV. <laughs> no autographs, man. He, uh, like he is, he just like <laughs> oozes charisma when he steps on. Well, that. he's he's a fascinating character in this movie because the first time you see him, you're like, oh, what a douchebag. He's like, yeah, you just got to hit, hit straight off T, man. And he gets introduced as like got his partner killed and is mm-hmm. this like lone wolf type of guy. But then he like proves to be like legitimately competent well, yeah. and becomes a team player. Well, and then well, basically yeah. sacrifices himself. Yeah. Like, <laughs> yeah, which. I... Yeah, which uh, yeah, I have that as well. I have that as well. Which he's really good. I have that. pretty much what I did with the Predator Two. I just created a list of things I liked and things I didn't like. Yeah, I like the actors. I like the way it looks because shot on film by people who know what they're doing. That scene, and, that scene where Danny and, Danny Glover is interviewing Bill Paxton has that weird noir through the blinds lighting. I was mm-hmm. like, man, you just don't see this shit anymore. Which I will say what they did wrong and what I will say why I looked at this why this movie sucked at the box office pretty much is because the original Predator was not nowadays I feel like 
the supernatural entity is bigger than anything else in these movies. Like, that's why, in my opinion, the Halloween movies today suck. Because it's no longer about who is going to survive. It's about who is, it's about Michael Myers, who is like, we're supposed to be rooting against in a sense, I feel like. Yeah. And the Predator 2 has come to now, a point now where it's bigger than anything else, which is why, to make, in my opinion, to make a really good Predator film, you have to create a character. The human character has to be far more interesting than the Predator, which is why the first Predator is really good because at the time Arnold was really going full cylinders. Well, and, that whole cast is like they're oh, just, they're they're bigger than life cartoon well, that, characters. Well, that's that's the thing. That's what I and they're, and they're extremely competent, extremely strong, scary military well, guys, and they start getting their asses handed well, to and them. And it's also, <laughs> in my opinion, the first Predator is wall to wall stars. You have Arnold, who is at the time one of the best action stars in the in the world at the time uh action jackson aka carl weathers who how did that guy not get that guy's known for his supporting roles like he should have gotten way more roles i think that was a little bit of early hollywood racism but just who knows maybe he's that guy oozes charisma and that yeah. guy with his shirt off like fuck man come on <laughs> and then you got bill duke who i almost want to give the ernie Hudson award as just a, he doesn't have any main roles, but just a really solid act. And he gives the best performance in that, that first Predator, in my opinion, of just this. Like, I remember yeah, watching. He's, he's a great actor. <laughs> yeah, I remember watching that in the beginning and being, like, happy when he gets killed. Then when you watch the full movie and he gives his, like, broken up when, like, uh, Jesse Ventura gets killed. Like, he has that whole thing, like, he was my friend. And he gives it, like, I'll avenge you. And then it's like, the, he should have avenged him. Like, why'd they kill him? But, and Jesse Ventura at the time was like one of the most well-known like wrestling superstars in the world at the time. Yeah. Like just, that's a list of stars and people. And Shane who, Black. Shane Black. Yeah. We'll get to that fucking guy, which I thought was funny. He, somebody asked him why he didn't act more. And he's like, I had p studios willing to give me millions of dollars to write. And I had one acting role at the time. I kind of just went with what I thought I was best at, <laughs> which I thought was fun. Yeah. Well, he was good at the time, but yeah, that, that first movie has so many stars, so many just like, and it's a pretty, but it's also pretty contained. Yeah. It, it's just that squad in the jungle for yeah. the most part. And they fit their roles. Everybody does like Justin Ventura was like a badass with his mini gun and his fucking, his fucking muscles are bursting out of his shirt. Carl Weathers, I think, just has the open six-pack. Bill Duke is Bill Duke, just a really <laughs> good actor. Arnold's just being Arnold. I mean, I think, if I remember correctly, the Predators wear the I'm here to kick ass and chew bubble gum and I'm all out of gum yeah. is from, which is like there's a, so many, just a great line. <laughs> oh, there's so many great lines in all the Predator movies. Like the first one is just really good. I, ugly motherfucker. Yeah. My only <laughs> issue with the first Predator is there's so many off screen kills. Like and it is a part of the aura where you don't want to see the monster. You want to imagine it. It, it, terrifies people more just like i said people fear the unknown more it's than also the how you get around budgetary restraints yeah and oh the budgetary and <laughs> the special the special effects especially when they try to show like the invisible predators are awful in that movie like <laughs> he looks like a 120 pound ethiopian at times just with the silhouette they try to show of him but in carl weathers is he has the most ass off cinephobe reference deaths of anybody ever like that his death in that movie and his death in rocky three is unreal but, and they, I think they made a mistake killing Carl Weathers off that movies because obviously they didn't know it was going to be a sequel, but they could have brought him back in the Predator Two. I think it would. Yeah, but it's, it, but it's it goes into like all this franchising stuff yeah. where it's like 
I was surprised anyone died in the Predator. Like I, I thought they were gonna really wuss out on well, all of that. Well, and they all, all the deaths in that movie sucked. Like, yeah, compared, but it's like, it's like if you want to have, if you want to have stakes in your movie, you have to kill characters. You well, just, yeah. and and if you want the people to care, you have to make well, characters that you care about. And to go back <laughs> to the Predator, I read it in the in the cut that got rewritten. He had much graphic death scene, which. Like apparently he got like disemboweled fully by the predator, which <laughs> works because like I feel like people are going to root for Key because he's fucking Keen Peel and the young people love him, and it's like, and it's certainly Bray K. Brown had a weak death too, where I was like, that's how you're going to oh, yeah. kill. Here, here's an admission: like I thought I was mostly paying attention to the movie. I don't remember him dying in that movie. What there was just one. There was a point in the movie where I was like. I haven't seen Sterling K. Brown in a while. <laughs> no, what, and then I was like, did no, he die? You, you have to rewind it because it happens so fast. Because <laughs> this is another thing that's dumb about that movie. They Everybody just masters the ability to use the Predator's weapons. <laughs> it seems he has somehow has mastered to use the plasma cannon on his shoulder. And what happened was Lilia Munn said his name. And he turned his head and the, gun, the cannon turned to and blew his head off. Oh. It's. It's the worst death of it was supposed to be the bad guy I've ever seen, but well, what's bad? He wasn't a menacing bad guy, which they phrased him as in the trailer. He's like a wise cracking bad guy, which is not certainly K Brown. He's a way better actor than that. Predator Two. Let's get back to that. Things I like. I like the balls to be like, we're gonna make this set in the future seven years in the future yeah it's going crazy <laughs> but then they were yeah. just right let's about just, everything like just go by it's just numbers. 109 degrees out yeah. all the time and yeah. uh, which was futuristic <laughs> but yeah well i think i said my number one like is so many on-screen predator kills like that's what i'm here for see the predator just fucking fuck a motherfucker up yeah like the jamaican scene like when the jamaicans are killing fucking voodoo magic man <laughs> yeah and then but, like but it's also like the predator, it, like in in like, it's incredibly when, racist. When he's in a, when he's in an apartment, it doesn't it just doesn't work as well as the jungle. He yeah. just is like kind of standing around, flinging his spear around. Yeah. Like, it kind of it kind of works with the El Scorpio gang, like when he's coming in through the skylight and popping out and stuff. But like like I like when he when he mercs all the the King Willie's gang guys. But he's at one point he's just kind of a goofy looking silhouette kind of yeah. swinging a spear around and i was in like in the spear okay. in the spear and <laughs> i will say what i didn't like they should do a better job of saying his weapons have a cloaking device option as well because the spear <laughs> just magically appears and it goes through a guy yeah it's very strange the, the, i his favorite weapon i gotta say that fucking net he shoots that's just fucking <laughs> yeah just, che just cheese grates oh, you that's, and then <laughs> it's gotta be the roughest coarsest uh, net in his net inventory uh things i like about predator 2 uh not afraid to have a couple sexy ladies running oh, around I will, is it bad that one of the ladies i i recognize the lady in the uh that scene where with the colombian drug lord that that ladies and gentlemen is a porn star if you've seen that movie whoa go figure terry weigel i think is her name i don't know if you're familiar with her i was just like like that whole scene was like the way it starts where she's just like like riding him furiously and i was like oh i forgot an r-rated 90s movie what a what a pleasant surprise gratuitous uh and then uh and then there's a there's a gal on the subway who's being harassed that i was like god damn yeah. she is hot uh <laughs> yeah that's yeah but yeah terry weigel was a porn star and in my young years i've seen a couple of her scenes she's good <laughs> i was a fan talented actor 
Hey, she gets she gets a couple lines. Uh, they were making fun. Actually, was they're making fun of the like what she's saying. I can understand it, but it, it doesn't make sense. It's like, bitch, just tell me what she said. It's like she's saying "demon of the night." Or it, they, they definitely tried to reference the first predator because uh, they had a couple. They they had the uh, "you are one ugly motherfucker," and they translate that to "in the predator, you're one beautiful motherfucker." But, I was like, come on, which is funny in, in the cinephobe episode where they do because uh, Zach goes through everybody's uh, thing. Uh, he does her her. <laughs> IMBD and one of the things he referenced she's in is American Bukaki 7. <laughs> and of course, the means like, oh, I'll have to check that out. And they're like, just don't do it in the NBA finals. <laughs> Ooh. Uh, I think the music is decent, even though I'm pretty sure a lot of it's just recycled from the first movie. Uh, but Alan Silvestri is a good composer. Um, like I said, I like the way it looks. I like that everybody's sweaty as fuck this entire movie. And they're not afraid to have huge pit stains and just be dripping sweat and everything. I think that's really fun. Uh, I like some of the I like some of the social commentary. I, I like the subway scene where everyone just has is fucking strapped and they all just pull out guns. That's pretty funny. I mean, I like Danny Glover. I do think I, I do think he probably works better as part of a group or a pair. But I do think he has a strong presence. I think that. I, I was watching some of the behind the scenes stuff and they were like, oh, we really wanted to sell you on like someone you don't normally see like Danny Glover in this kind of role. But I was like, kind of a reason you don't really normally see someone like Danny Glover in this kind of role. It's because like he doesn't ooze extreme, competent, badass, yeah. like combat guy. But it also creates the, like their ragtag team of the four of them is they cut a really interesting figure like and also very di diverse which i just really appreciate like they just straight up were like yeah we're having a black dude be the lead of this movie yeah, which <laughs> if i can expose racist early 90s hollywood uh the producers weren't fan of a black lead role but they went with <laughs> lethal weapon will probably carry it but i was not a fan of danny glover i just feel i'm when you're in this for the predator like i am you you watch the first one and freaking oh i'm boring you huh <laughs> Jake no. just gave the biggest yawn ever. I, uh, I told you before. We yeah, we're good. No, I'm just fucking with you, man. But no, but like uh, when you like a lot, well, a lot of fans have eyes that saw as like, like the first Predator, like I always remembered as Arnold just beating the shit out of the Predator in the final battle. But no, like the Predator bounces back once he like, can, once he removes his mask, he can actually see Arnold. He fucks him up. And the only thing that saves Arnold spoilers people is that he rigged a He rigged two traps. He rigged an obvious trap, area second trap, where the predator pretty much gets fucking destroyed by a tree. Yeah. And whereas in this movie, Danny Glover pretty much just goes toe to toe with the predator and fucking kills them. <laughs> and in the major, and he looks like he's struggling for a life. The majority <laughs> of the movie, like there's so many groans. I think uh, Zach. They, uh, they try to they try to give him like an, a character. They they try to establish this character thing of like he's afraid of heights. Mm -hmm. But then, like, it's just, it's pointless. Like, yeah. it's like, he's like, oh, this guy be damn birds. Give me down off this roof. Like, the, <laughs> you say you associate Danny Glover with uh, talking to himself. I associate him with just the groans. Like, the, uh, 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 every move, uh, 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 uh. Like, that's what I associate him with. And it's like, uh, like, I do, I think when you have a, I'm, I annoy people with this because my, I, listen to so many pro wrestling podcasts and pro wrestling makes sense to me now that I don't watch it more than I did when I watch it. 
when you have an all super monster heel, which is what the predator is, he's the bad guy essentially. But again, in this movie, it's already off to a weird start because yeah. he's killing like gang members well, that are like terrorizing the well, streets. And it's stuff. such a complex. There's even a joke where it's like, maybe we should get him on the force. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> he's such a complex character because he has a code. Yeah. But even like good guys fall for that code, you know, whereas. He's, so, he's an anti-hero, which is why a lot of my scripts I sent you are plot summaries. There's a good group of people and there's a bad group of people. He's in the middle killing both because that's where he falls in. You can't, but you have to keep him strong. You can't, like, the worst part in Predator 2, I think, is the scenes where he's running from Danny Glover. It's there's like, a, there's, so one of my biggest knocks against this movie is it feels interminably long. And I'll yeah. tell you why it feels interminably tell long. Tell me. Because all the scenes are really long. Like, yes. if you want a movie that's paced well, you have to have scenes of various lengths. Mm -hmm. And in this movie, every scene is like fucking 10 minutes long. And so it's just these, they feel so long. Like, that, that scene where Danny Glover's just crawling around outside on the roof. And we just keep cutting to the Predator. Like... Doing like what the fuck was he even doing? He like crumbles up drywall and makes a salve out of it or something. Like what the like I, the I can tell the director and the writers probably thought like, oh, this is really genius. But I'm like, it truly does not come across like what the fuck no. is happening. The uh, and, and 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 to speak to your point, like instead of having these chop these like dramatic chase things going on, instead we're getting this lengthy scene where we watch a predator go. <gasps> like crying out in pain and i'm like what the fuck it, it, go, it really is essential to like you watch pro kid who is like would you say is would you associate with like the monster character in wrestling style like who, uh like who, like for a while like maybe undertaker or yeah, kane like do you like seeing them fucking destroy people with choke slams and tombstones or do you like them getting hit with chairs and they're down. <laughs> what do you like more? Like, you know what I mean? Yeah. Like yeah. you, you watch the, you watch them take a million blows and them do it's, nothing. But then Ray Mysterio manages to land yeah. that one super flip kick and it, take him down. And you're like, uh, yeah, I like, I, well, well, it's like, I, I just watched the uh, Hulk Hogan, Andre, the giant match again recently. And Hulk Hogan spends the entirety of that fight, getting his ass fucking whooped. And then right at the very end, he lifts Andre the Giant up and slams him and wins. Because that's what, that's what we like. We like, you have, to, the monster <laughs> heel has to be in control 90% of the time. Then the baby face has to have that small comeuppance, whether it's overconfidence, whether it's just, you know, undying. Like the Predators, think about this. The Predator is more fucked up than Danny Glover in the end. Mm -hmm. That's You can't do that. It has to be the other way around. Where the, it, it, where... it feels like the, the script is just really messy because they set up a lot of dom. Like Bill Paxton, the lone wolf, yeah. guy's partner killed. He just immediately falls in line and becomes a team player. There's no bad. arc there. And like it feels like if you're going to have this team, maybe it's cool if it's a team effort to yeah. take the Predator down. But really, they just get knocked That's... off one by one. That's in... <laughs> But then the predator doesn't kill Maria Conchita because she has a baby. It's the, <laughs> it's the code of honor they have, which where it's like you were they it's it's the perfect anti-hero thing where it's it's kind of Stone Cold Steve Austin, but doesn't go that far. Well, where, then there's a because there's there's a more interesting angle. Like I like if he's going to be knocking off gang members, you can have Danny Glover. 
because he clearly respects Danny Glover. He identifies Danny Glover as like the warrior or whatever. But Danny Glover, because the problem is that ironically, the character in the movie named Danny, played by Ruben Blades, gets killed by the pressure. And Danny Glover's just on a revenge mission for the rest of the movie. And so there's no there's no mutual admiration. It makes the ending make no fucking sense because it's like, why would Danny Glover be okay with like these guys just moseying off when he's been hell bent on destroying yeah. these things i see it a completely different way uh how i see it like the majority of the movie i see the predator just it goes back to his first scene when uh he kills El when dan glover kills el scorpio and the predator looks at dan glover i see the the predator for majority of the movie does not see dan glover as a threat at all and he uses dan glover to lure him to the real threats like yeah, I guess that's one way and, to look at it. And then at the the big moment where Danny Glover bursts through the door after he Predator murks uh Gary Busey's team is where it's like, okay, like he's coming at me now. I gotta defend myself. Yeah. That's how I always saw it, which I thought was really cool, which I wanted to, which I have a kind of a one of my plot summaries sent you where But but it, it doesn't even feel like it doesn't feel like there's any coherence because because like i don't understand why he kills danny danny was just in yeah, there it, it, in there walking around like be, looking for evidence and yeah, the predator like like i guess danny pulls his gun eventually and they try to establish this through line of the predator won't kill you unless you have a gun out and you're like threatening him or whatever but, but danny glover kills el scorpio and has a gun out yeah and he points the gun at the predator that's the worst that's the weakest part is the <laughs> weakest part is the killing of danny but we need danny to die in order for yeah, we need his weird choker. To, Which is like I, I noticed the first scene he was in. I was like, "What is this necklace he's wearing?" And then what sure, is, sure enough, it becomes. Like, what is everything he's wearing? His it's outfit like, is. They bizarre. tried to do imagine like outfits seven years in the future, and they <laughs> fucking failed. <laughs> they failed at so many things trying to analyze the future. Like that movie's so racist. Man. <laughs> There's so many racist tropes. It's bad. I mean, like they try to establish this gang war and that still that barely factors in after a certain Ooh. point because it's it's almost like it's almost like video game levels yeah. where it's like here's the colombian gang level here's here's the, the jamaican gang Col- level the colombian <laughs> snort cocaine the jamaican smoke weed okay <laughs> which you can tell this you was need sp- to take it easy on that shit <laughs> you need to take easy on shit. Want some ganja, man? Which I will. Also... I, I do love the. I do love when they run inside and they just grab fistfuls of cocaine and slam them. In. El Scorpio is ready. El Scorpio is ready. Which yeah, you can tell it's supposed to be like New York too, because I don't feel like the Jamaicans have a high presence in Los Angeles the same way. So here's a question for you. Bring it. How disappointed were you in King Willie? I I, I I I agree. Should have a higher arc, and there well, should have been a better. I scene. wasn't impressed by the guy playing him. He's there's such a build up to him. He has the best quote in the movie, though. Uh, yeah. th- that's that's not because of the actor, though. He he didn't have as much. I feel like the guy that killed that took the guy's heart out in the one scene had yeah, more presence I agree. than the guy playing King Willie. They, sh- they should <laughs> use a uh, Basil Walls from Mark for Death, which is hilarious. <laughs> Steven Seagal wanted so badly to be in this movie. He In the movie he did not said this movie because the director thought he was actually crazy was Mark for Death. <laughs> which Basil Walls is fucking... And also King Willie. King Will- that, whole, that whole section of the movie is bonkers well, nuts. It's, also- it's like they, they act like they can't track King Willie down, but then Danny Glover just wants to meet him and they're like sure I mean, why not and and king willie's no king cow. willie's great lair is that he meets him in an alley like alone and when? then and then it's just like he meets king willie king willie says all this nonsense and like literally rolls bones and then danny glover leaves the sec 
Danny Glover is still like leaving the alley when the predator jumps down and fights King Willie. And I was like, what is going like King Willie, do you not have a house? Like you, I guess you were afraid of the cops knowing where you live. Like there's, I don't know how you're justifying this. There's no stopping what can't be stopped. <laughs> no killing what can't be killed. <laughs> that's a golden that's a top maybe in my top three moments of the movie, just say C T C T three. Yeah, everybody, everybody everybody knows that, what that is. That classic. Yeah. Well, no, I'll get into that. That's there's multiple parts in that. That is I'll spoil this. That's my my favorite part in the entire movie is the predator dropping in the water and you can see his footprint splashing. And it's like Yeah, that was a cool effect. Oh, that's fucking like And props to King Willie. He just pulls out the cane sword and he's ready to do battle. <laughs> I feel like that should have been a longer scene. And I agree, like I'm at, I even like I met like I said, uh, you've seen Mark for Death, I imagine, right? I think so, yeah. Like, the presence that Basil Wallace has as Screwface in that movie is compared to King Willie here. Is that the one where they say the word blood clot a lot? They say... Or bumba clot? Bumba clot, they say... (laughs) They they make a big point that Jamaicans don't say died, they say dead. Like, he gone dead. (laughs) That's a a file of a movie, I will say, also. (laughs) Steven Seagal for life. (laughs) Jesus. That's, he, what a I, hell to die on <laughs> i grew up on steven's goal i can't my nostalgia wrapped in steven's goal is something that i cannot cut ties with so i just have never been that big of a fan don't get me wrong he's in some really fun action movies but i attribute all the good action movies to the villains are really fun and the guy who wrote slash directed it is a good writer slash director i don't Steven and Seagal is not the part he of the has movie a pre- that i think is he great. has a presence okay <laughs> okay he I mean, exit wounds. I can go on and on. Great movies. I don't say one of his is in one of my. I made a list of, it, of a classically bad movies. He, one of his movies is in there, and and I own it on DVD or did at one point. Um, but uh, I will say one thing. Let's get into some things that because I talked about what I did like. Let's let's do a straight compliment sandwich here and get to one thing I didn't like. Sure. Uh, where's let me find my notes, people's. I did. Uh, I did pull a you during Predator Two. I I was in my chair and I started to kind of nod off, but I just I, I paused it and just laid my phone down and like literally closed my eyes for fifteen minutes yeah. and then like woke up. No, I, I, I'm trying to remember when that happened. I, I fell asleep uh, during the end when it was that long Danny Glover chasing the Predator scene, where it's like it's like every I was gonna and then, and then I had a real like. I was going to talk about how I like this movie, but then I just fell asleep. Like, that's a fucking downgrade, in my opinion. Yeah, every turn that in that, it just felt like every decision that Predator 2 made was, like, the wrong decision. It just is confusing. Yeah. It, it just none of the logic tracks, none of the stakes feel important. Yeah. I, it just, there's nothing, like, sucking me into the movie. The only thing the movie really has going for it is it's a competently made 90s action movie, uh, and it gets a lot of points for being shot on film and having interesting actors in it and like you know the occasional real explosion although uh they did manage to squeeze in a really shitty cgi one uh, at the end i I feel like the when the spaceship takes off and he like dives i was like that looks like dog shit which i will Uh, say say as a kid when i watched i remember as a kid watching predator 2 and being somewhat scared because as a kid i was traumatized by horror films was obviously the subways the I will say there is an alarming amount of the predator, the predator just killing black people in this movie, and 
every other character is killed off scene other than the black people, I will say. <laughs> well, just look at like the subway scene, which is a fucking seizure inducing scene. Like, oh, hey, you know, like the uh, the guy that plays the predator is black. So, yeah. oh, which I say, he's he's by far the best predator of any of any of the predators. I will say, the like, guy in the first two predators, yes, Kevin Kevin Peter Hall, which also shout out to him and uh, Harry and Hendersons as well. Which were we should did him in the Rorschach test because that's where I would name from. That's, I love that. I love. I, that I just couldn't really pull him from anything other than the Predator movies. Yep, Harry, he was he was Bigfoot. Harry and the Hendersons. Okay, good movie. Watch it, people. But yeah, but so he was the best. But yeah, and then yeah, so. Like, I remember that scene where he, like, slashes the black guy's throat who's in the subway gang. And then I think this was when uh, Danny Glover goes on a spaceship. In my Like, as a kid watching it, I thought, like, I saw him, like, falling down a hill that never, a hole that never ended. And he was, like, in a dream state. <laughs> when, we're, when you're young, you don't know what you're watching. Yeah. it's It was really weird. Yeah, the movie's, like, because for me, it's, like, thinking about the movie everything just occurred in like these long set pieces. It's like the shootout with the Colombian gang that goes into the building eventually. And then you have the high rise apartment where the uh, King Willie's gang shows up to kill that guy. And then they get attacked. And then you have the subway sequence essentially. And then you have basically like Danny Glover being mad. Like I, I will note, I do love the scene where he finds Gary Busey in the hall and he's just like, so I know what I don't know what you're up to, you motherfucker. He's like, but he got my people killed, and he's like, you have no idea what you're up against. You have no idea what you're up against, Hardigan. Uh, but, but then it's like, I remember like clicking on the thing to see like how long was left in the movie, and there was like 40 minutes left in the movie, and he was being brought to the site where they were luring the predator in, and this, I was like, how the fuck are they stretching this for another 40 this is, minutes? This is a 90 minute movie easily. <laughs> that they, the last scene is way too long, and it's stupid. It's I, I originally thought there's like, like, it's just, there's something that just feels off about the movie in general. And I think if I had to guess, it probably comes down a little bit to the director because like a competent director just knows how to pace things really well and, and make things flow and give you the information that you need to orient yourself in the scenes, you know? Mm -hmm. And it's like, I just watched Sorcerer and it's like, for God love him. Uh, he's a psycho, but William Friedkin knows how to like pace things and do tension. Whereas you watch a movie like this and it's like the predator figures out that they're covering up for the thermal vision. So he switches to something else. And Danny Glover's like, he's, he's right behind you. He, he, he's right behind you. And instead of them being like, there's literally someone on your comm saying the predator is right behind you. And their reaction to that is like, who is this? Clear the line. Clear the line. Like, like this is like just so incompetently paced and yeah. done. Like, it just doesn't, nothing makes sense. And it like takes you out of it so mm. bad. And then it's like Gary Busey goes down, but then he doesn't, he's still there and he like shoots him with well, the ice, but then it doesn't work and he gets sliced in half, but like kind of off screen. Cause he's like covered so, up by one of the meats. It's well, just like, I don't well, know. That was, well, he was sliced. They apparently they edited like so many off screen deaths really on screen, but they have to change it because for some reason the rate, the rating people have boner to make this to, curb down the violence and they threaten them with the nt-17 ring if they didn't curb down the violence so like like bill paxton apparently was supposed to have a way worse death scene that was more graphic than oh, really? it, yeah which i will say that's that's my biggest problem with the first predator there's so many off screen deaths like i said like shane black to get sliced asshole to appetite and we don't see it 
Mm. Like Billy, who is supposed to be like one of the most respected that the predator respects, because he is that a phrase that you're trying to get started, or is that just something I you've like? Heard? It. I like. I've heard it. and I like it. I'll say <laughs> <Okay>. it. <laughs> I was like, you're it's, dropping it, that one. Huh? I, I've dropped it twice. Okay, I've dropped. Wait, I, I it's li- a noticeable phrase. It's funny to me. Okay, I like it. I like sliced asshole apple. I don't know why. It's just, it, I heard it once and it stuck with me. Okay. <laughs> Well, true too. Okay, I mean, but yeah, but so and then Billy, who like has this amazing like standoff where if you remember the first movie where they're trying to get to the choppa and he lets them go and kind of just he says no, go ahead and he takes off everything, he keeps a blade and he slices his chest and then you just hear him scream and it's like I was getting jazzed up for that for a second. He just killed him off screen. Yeah, and I, then I'm not as I'm not like a gore head. Like I, I, I like a creative just off screen death. I li- I like the deaths. I like like I like the predator fucking people, which is why I have my of all the movies of predators and I have every predator movie, every AVP movie. Uh AVP Requiem was a very shitty movie. It's very it's they use first time directors and I feel like they thought they were making a sci fi movie because it's so bad. Mm-hmm. But the best part is that the predator kills so many aliens like but it's also like if you think about it logistically a lot of the stuff the predator does doesn't make a lot of sense and if you watched him do it it would look super stupid like i feel like a lot of times in these movies like when he strings you see him string like imagine sitting there and watching him skin 10 guys <laughs> i agree i will agree with that i got me there which is why they don't show it they only show where he takes people's skulls and uh spinal cords. I, yeah i mean when he rips bill paxton's head off i was like jesus christ yeah, <laughs> where he walks away with king willie's or what is it bill paxton or king willie that he climbs his out of the building and does his predator roar as he uh, i think that's king willie oh that's, that's or no no that's that's paxton oh that's which uh apparently that was supposed to be on the top of the chrysler building in new york if we want to go back <laughs> yeah because where... glover was chasing him but then he gets grabbed by the goons because he was chasing him through the uh, subway i believe oh yeah because jerry it's like he's been dead dude yeah i know uh but i do like the subway scene um seizure inducing it's it, it's it's a little like i do think almost all the action in this movie is hard to follow like one of the big ones for me is like they were they were fighting each other and then at the end and danny glover just like goes behind a pillar while the uh the predator is like trying to attack him which i was about to say alien which the predator technically is an alien but he's not the alien but here's a question like because i don't know alien uh genetics or makeup but i always thought they were like a, kind of a more like bug type creature which leads me to believe I always thought they kind of had like an exoskeleton thing going on. You're talking about the predator alien. I'm talking about alien. Oh. Uh, so I find it very strange that, that there's an alien skull in the predator collection. They just, well, they just wanted to, they wanted to preview that. Cause <laughs> I joke about that. Antlet predator was 1990. They didn't make alien versus predator, which honestly started my love for the whole predator franchise. Cause I, Let's get this is the nineties where we don't have streaming service where if you wanted to watch a movie, you either had to see it on TV or buy the VHS or DVD. Or go to I Blockbuster. Didn't know, what? Or go to Blockbuster. Uh Hollywood video no video stop and then it was Hollywood videos. New yeah, Haven. I mean, way back in the day yeah. it was mostly Blockbuster. Yeah, yeah, I I never went to a Blockbuster, honestly. Really? You know, it was always uh Hollywood videos in New Haven and it was Video Stop before that. But yeah, so I wasn't. Yeah, familiar. I remember video. St- I went to video stop a lot, but I, was, I, I definitely went to Blockbuster a few I times. I was I wasn't familiar with it, but then like because uh, I had seen because once again I was scared of it when I was a kid. Then but then uh, in I remember this exactly the summer of two thousand four. I think is when AVP like first came out, and 
This is when I think we had shit internet. And then I was in uh, Los Angeles at my uncle's house and he had, he has a lot of money. He's an anesthesia anesthesiologist in Los Angeles. So imagine what kind of check he brings in, but uh, he had really fast internet. And once again, this is when uh, the only way you saw trailers back in the day, you either saw the edited TV spots, which are, you know, like 15 seconds, if that, or you went to a theater and saw the, like, cause I, I think I've gotten arguments. I can't remember if you, I've gotten arguments with you, some of our other friends and me and Felicia fucking argue this today. Like I want to get to a movie early and see the trailers. Like some kind of nostalgia I have. Oh yeah. Cause I'm the exact opposite. Yeah. You, yeah. I, sh- I show up to movies ha- a half hour late. Yeah, yeah, no, no, no. I want to <laughs> see every bit of trailer. So you only saw the full trailers really. If you had a DVD or you went to the movie way early, see all of them. So then my, I think my uncle showed me, I think the website was literally called nothing but trailers. Mm. And I literally just, cause I didn't have faster at home would just sit on that computer and watch trailers all day. And I saw the AVP trailer and I'm like, Oh, this is gonna look badass! I never seen the Alien movie. My uncle loved the original. He, he claimed that the Alien, the first Alien movie, was the scariest movie he ever saw in theaters. Mm. And so he, we, that's when I got introduced to the Alien franchise. And we, he, we watched that in his house, which just what was scary back in the eighties. Uh, and and I got familiar with that, and that's where I started to love yeah, it. The first Alien movie is great. It's pretty good, yeah. <laughs> Uh, <laughs> it, I enjoyed it. I'm just gonna laugh louder because I don't think my 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 uh, breath going through my teeth is gonna pick up. But I just sometimes sometimes I'm just like, here's a here's a standard accepted fact about most films, and I'll and I'll say it, and you'll be like, yeah, I kind of disagree with that. And I'm like, all right, cool. <laughs> Fuck your facts, son. But no, it was pretty good. I I didn't dislike it. My sister thought it was like. This isn't fucking scary who grew up in 90s horror films. Like, what the fuck do you know? But, I mean, I don't necessarily think that the first Alien movie terrifies me. It's just a great movie. But my uncle my, <laughs> my, my uncle sold it as it's going to be a scary movie. You're going to be scared. And we watched it. I mean, I'm sure if you watched it back in the day. Yeah. <laughs> Especially he said in the theater, like, they had, like, this is when, th- I don't know if these theaters still try to do, like, the full experience where they, for big feature movies, they add shit in the theater to make it worse. Like, he talked about they had, like, shit they would play through to give eerie feelings inside the theater or stuff like that. I mean, there was a movie called The Tingler. I don't remember. Uh, that. Like, decades ago, where they would try to, like, go through and, like, tickle people. Well, it's, well, it's just like, like, Scream 2, when they did the fake Scream movie, people in the theater were dressed as the Scream character. Yeah. Like, they would hand those. I think even The Dark Knight, when we went and saw that, when we were, they handed out shit as you walked in, I think. Yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm always of two minds about it. Like, I... I enjoy a very solitary theater experience where oh. I can just absorb the movie. But I've also been in. The problem is, it tends to be when it's crowded, it's just a bunch of shitheads chomping on popcorn and being or, on their phones. Yeah, dumb fucks are on their phones or ruin the experience. Like every like, once in a great while, though, you can get a really good audience like, and it can be a really good experience. Felicia refuses to go. To you, the- you do. I'm not a spiritual person by any stretch of the imagination, but you can feel people's energy. Oh yeah. Uh, and, and if you get, cause like, I remember when I went to see Nope, uh, the Jordan I, Peele movie. Yeah. I was really hoping for a full theater because I was like, I want to see this with like a big crowd and feel the energy as we yeah. all like watch this spectacle. And it was a pretty sparse crowd. And I just like, I like the movie a lot, but yeah. I, I was just like, eh. The only, <laughs> the only thing I can say to how a crowd affects your feeling in a theater is a very shitty movie. It was, uh, I remember me and Dustin went and saw, uh, 
Transformers uh, Revenge of the Fallen and <laughs> just like the like every action film you felt in that theater because the boom and the crowd was all like oh oh like there were reactions <laughs> and me and Dustin walked there thinking that was that totally lived up to the expectation of the first film like fuck yeah and yeah then you watch it these days and it's like my god like what, <laughs> like what the fuck was going on there but it is very like I say this on the show a lot and I I, I you know, get down on myself because a lot of these movies I watch on my phone and I do think that your viewing experience can incredibly affect how you feel about a movie. Like if you see it in a theater with the right crowd or if you, it's like, I, uh, I always think about, I did the, I did descent, the descent for this show. That's the one where like a bunch of chicks dive into a hole or something. Yeah. They go cave okay. diving and they get, they get caved in. Uh, yeah, it's, it's not American Bukaki seven. <laughs> Uh, <laughs> but <laughs> it's no American Bukaki Seven, but it's something. But <laughs> well, you should have seen the first six. Just saying. <laughs> uh, but this time there's seven. Uh, <laughs> but I just like I watched on my phone, like in my lit bedroom, and I was like, I'm not. I'm kind of doing this movie a disservice here. Where it's like that movie's meant to feel claustrophobic. I'm sure if I'd been in a dark theater with that big screen in, in mm -hmm. my face, I'm sure it's like a really intense experience. It's same as uh, I watched Dunkirk at home, and oh, yeah. it, like it's like this big epic war movie with all the explosions and sounds and stuff. And I feel like everyone that went and saw it in the theater said it was like incredible. And I watched it at home on my puny TV and was like, eh, it was the, all right. <laughs> the phone really does ruin your experience watching movies because I. Cause you told me it was on this, uh, the predator two was on max. And anytime I see the movie we're doing is on a streaming service. I immediately see if I can get a free trial. Cause I'm not yeah. paying for that shit. But immediately it was like, Oh, Amazon is teaming with max. And if you have an Amazon prime, we'll offer you a seven day free trial. And I just remember how happy I was. The inside, like, Oh, I can watch this on my TV. Like I don't have to watch it on my phone. And then yeah. obviously the predator, I had to find other means to watch that. And I was yeah. watching it on my was it soap today. Uh, I don't know what it is, but <laughs> I was not paying for that movie. No, fuck that. I <laughs> like I. I think I think that was well. My my addiction to that movie is that was when like. Well, people... here's a. It feels like a pretty decent midpoint. So, is you there were... anything you want to hit on Predator Two? Because uh, I I'll think go... I think once we open the can of worms that is the Predator, we might touch on comparisons to Predator and Predator Two. But I think it's going to be all the Predator. The second we commit to talking to it about okay. it so I'll, I'll run through all my notes like so i'll do the compliment sandwich where i give a good thing and then followed by a bad thing with the pressure too uh let's start with good things which is how you start a compliment sandwich people that's how we do this uh i have so many notes <laughs> thanks for the explanation <laughs> uh what i liked um obviously lots of so many predator kills on screen like the jamaican posse the King Willie scene, that whole, you were disappointed. I was disappointed in the guy playing I, King Willie. I will, I will say. I, <laughs> I was not like disappointed in a, the a, idea of King Willie. A Jamaican <laughs> a Jamaican character needs to have a certain, especially a, the Prince of Powder, which is the fucking awesome nickname. Which is, I, I like just legitimately felt like the guy in the scene where they all get killed had more presence uh, than he did. I, I, was, like, I was like, oh, I wonder who's going to play King Willie. And yeah. then just some guy comes I, out. I, yeah, I agree. Because I remember, because. The only thing I knew about this movie, because I don't know, uh, if you can cut this if you want, if you want, don't want to, but if you're looking for a song to play at the end of this, uh, have you listened to Ice Cube, The Predator? 
Oh, it's a it's a fucking pretty good song. It's I shook my head no. Uh, by I'll the play, way, for the the uh, audio only, which is all the audience for this. I'll I'll, <laughs> I'll play it after we're done with this. Yeah, I don't see. even know. Is there even like any needle drops in either? No, of these no, movies? That's, no. That's why that's why I'm <laughs> suggesting this to you. <laughs> yeah, that's helpful. But no, but lots of predator kills the Jamaican scene. Um, uh, the freaking I feel like the scene where he mercs Gary Busey's crew should have been better. Yeah, it, I kind of started to touch on it. And I think we got sidetracked, but us getting sidetracked even, never. Even besides the subway scene, I think all the action is shot really poorly in this movie, it's, and it's really chaotic and hard to follow. Like when Gary Busey's team gets killed, I don't even, especially since they're all in stupid silver suits, you can't tell what the fuck is and going there's on. No, like, <laughs> like the I can tell you how every Jamaican gets killed. The first dude gets drilled with a plasma cannon. The next dude gets fucking shot by that. Badass net, roughest coarsest net in his net inventory. <laughs> uh, one dude gets fuck the fucking blaze out the wrist. Uh, one dude gets killed by a spear that pops out of nowhere. And do we even know how the the Jamaican with presence? Fucking voodoo magic, man. Uh, I don't know. I feel like he just screams and it's left to our imagination, which I do like. I like that. Sure, sure. Yes, but because they they've pretty much established he's the badass of the group of Jamaicans. And this guy's like. What the fuck do I do? Like I'm fucked. Yeah, because like they do, they do like a pretty fun cut where he's about to attack King Willie, and then it cuts to King Willie's face, and then the predator starts walking forward, and he's holding King Willie's yeah. head, and you're like, oh, yeah. Well, it was <laughs> lots of predator kills. Love that. Uh, so many of the predator kills in the original predator movie were done off screen, which once again you fear the unknown better than known. So I feel like it helps that movie. Once we're into a sequel, we need to establish this badass more. We need to see more kills on screen. Yeah, it's just he doesn't really kill anybody that feels particularly dangerous. Like, yeah. was I supposed to be impressed that he can't killed King Willie? I feel like they tried to, like, well, obviously. <laughs> he took King Willie's head like he was, yeah. like, I guess King Willie did pull, I mean, he, he pulled out the sword. I, I do respect he's him seen, for that. But he's seen, I think the Predator, they try to show the Predator respects honor and King Willie went out with honor same way in the first Predator. The only uh, skull he claims in the first Predator movie is uh, Billy, the Native American, the Indian fellow, Native American, whatever you want to call him. I think Native American is proper, but you can edit that if you want. <laughs> but, but uh, the yeah, that fellow, because uh, he's the only one that stopped and was like, no, let's do this hand to hand. He respects that. So yeah. I think that, so that was a lot of Predator kills, loved all those, loved the subway kills, loved the Jamaican kills. The Colombian kills could have been on screen. I would love that even more. But yeah, so yeah, we go into what I hate about the Predator 2. We're going that now. Number one, so many racial stereotypes that are just so outdated. In the early 90s, which part of me is like, you know, they, they have the Jamaicans smoking a lot of weed. Bob Marley sang a lot of songs about smoking weed. Like, <laughs> were they stereotypes or did people play in those stereotypes? Either way, we could have done without the Jama the Colombians snorting a bunch of cocaine, the Jamaicans smoking a bunch of weed, and Jamaicans doing voodoo. I'm, this is in the trivia. Jamaicans don't do voodoo. That's the Haitians. Yeah, I believe it's more of a Haitian culture what, thing. They should have just shot in Miami because that's fucking hot. <laughs> Miami would have been cool. I, it also, I will say this too, just because I think it's a fun trivia. I had no clue what a Haitian was until I played Grand Theft Auto uh, Vice City. <laughs> yeah, what was it? It was the Haitians versus the Cubans. Yeah, in that Cubans, game? yes. Yeah, those are like I the two big gangs. Tommy, I love you like my brother, like my son. <laughs> oh, yeah, so that's bad. That was a, that was a good game. Yeah, it was pretty. It was before its time, well, especially when Grand Theft Auto 3 was the first big Grand Theft Auto game and you're playing a mute. <laughs> then you get Tommy Versetti. <laughs> but anyway, so then that was what one thing I didn't like. 
One thing I like from the Predator 2, uh, Gary Busey, he is really good. He, <laughs> I love Gary Busey. There's only one Gary Busey. If yeah. you, just like there's, if you were, I, I like how when you say his name, you start sounding like Gary Busey. Well, you can't help it. It's like, just, <laughs> just like who, how many actors are there where when you say their name, you automatically just like McConaughey's one of the ones you say his name. You want to do Matthew McConaughey. You want to do that. Like Gary Busey's like, and the best part is like a fucking alien. It, <laughs> It took off a self when it was pinned down. It it unleashed a device that took out enough for three city blocks. Three hundred. Three hundred city blocks. Because <laughs> I was like, oh, okay. This is an incredible <laughs> weaponry, Hardigan. You don't know what you're fucking with. So I I kind of enjoyed the angle of that of like they want to catch him and learn his technology because I on Action Boys they mentioned that every sci-fi movie is military versus scientists and one of the groups wants to uh study the technology and one of the groups wants it to be destroyed because it's a danger to everybody and it could flip-flop based on which movie it is but in this movie it's the cops it's like the military cops wanting to stop the predator because he's going to kill everybody and the scientist government people wanting to study the predator which by the way like if you guys have any interest in predator 2 i highly recommend just youtubing predator 2 behind the scenes there's like a 35 minute like little mini doc that will uh enlighten you to many things most of all include uh enlighten you to gary Busey's insanity behind the scenes he's like maria she has the same birthday as me she loves onions and garlic because the predator hates garlic uh it's here's a cookie maria actually it's actually onions and garlic uh, and he, he's just he's I, like I an absolute even, lunatic i can't even repeat the one thing where it's like where he literally rants for two minutes about like the thing the elements of gravity yeah he's like he's like they understand things about thermonuclear dynamic range and then they can teach us we need to sit him down and learn things from it but they have the capacity to vaporize us and turn us into pink clouds of mist of what we we, here on earth know as blood Uh, it's so it's so ass on like ass on ass off my bad i've been drinking people oh there it is is. if we had a if we had a a toy where you pulled a string on you i've been drinking people would be one of the things like it's it's up there with uh, with the amin like amin's drunk he's he's useless now amin's hammer (laughs) but yeah then okay that was what i liked or was that what i didn't like where was i at uh i think you gave a a like oh yeah gary Busey. so what i did to continue the compliment sandwich people what i didn't like danny glover should have been our main character double decker yes (laughs) <laughs> he should, well, he, who doesn't love a double decker? <laughs> but yeah, uh, Danny Glover should have been our main character. He's he makes a great cop, not a great lead guy. There's, I think, uh, cinephobe. I'll tell you, Zach describes like his action movements, like when he's turning corners with his gun. They say he looks like he's chopping wood. He he swings his gun very wildly yeah. in in a way that is not how you clear rooms. Like yeah. if anyone had to drop on him. With the amount of time it takes him to swing his long ass arms around, uh, he would he would get and dropped. <laughs> you and you have to stop and think like the amazing people in the first Predator, which is you know Arnold Schwarzenegger, Action Jackson, uh, Bill Duke. Just always call him Action Jackson. <laughs> well, it's such a badass name. That's that's what he should be known as. But all the all these people who are just the creme de la creme, and then you have. 
Like, like I said, the only, I always thought that Arnold just easily defeated the Predator when he mud when he covered himself in mud and got no. But the Predator makes a comeback and fucks him up. And the only thing that saves Arnold is that he lays these traps that that fucks up the Predator. It's like Danny Glover goes toe to toe with this Predator, like does like a sword fight type thing. And it's yeah. like he spent and he spends the entire movie talking to every move. I also don't fully understand, like, again, going into the pacing of the movie, it seems... And he's back, people. (laughs) Um, It seems to me like they were trying to set up all these character games and arcs and stuff, and they just don't see anything through. It's, like, casually dropped that he's got, like, OCD and stuff, and it's like, so what, he, like, buttons his shirt five times before he can, like, unbutton yeah, it and, and then it's, it's just like what did he have like a police brutality against him as well uh, something he, he'd like wrecked like 11 city buses or something like that it was almost like comical like literally there's scenes in this movie that are just like he's like you might as well chop my dick off and shove it up my ass That's, i'd laugh at that <laughs> that was a good line <laughs> but it's like his, his his sergeant's like literally doing the god damn it you're the best cop on the force but you're too out of control and it's just like what am i watching right now but just like but imagine, i don't know i don't i like danny glover a lot and i i he, part of me wants to push back against you saying he shouldn't have been the lead but i'm like yeah he, i i think he i think he's i think he's a great actor but he's maybe not the guy he's not an action actor he's he is the buddy cop guy and everything. He's the they they put like four good character actors as our leads in this movie, and but none of them are like action well, stars. Just, well, yeah, think of an action star took his place. Like I'm not sure what Wesley Snipes was doing at this time. Imagine him as the cop. Sure. I think uh, the who who the this uh is it Mike or Stephen Hopkins the Hopkins director the Stephen the Stephen from the UK fellow um he his who he originally wanted to be uh. Dan Glover's character was um uh, Patrick Swayze, which mm. would it have worked? I don't know. Just some... Patrick Swayze is just so martial arty, though. Yeah. I don't know how you. Like, the thing that's interesting about the Predator, I think the Predator is less interesting from a physical aspect than it is from a technological aspect. The reason, like, it kind of works in the first movie is like you keep saying, like Arnold outsmarts him, like using like his war knowledge of how, mm-hmm. how to set up jungle stuff and. All, all that stuff, whereas like the predator's not used to someone that's he because I think the predators can become a little overly reliant on their technology mm-hmm. advantage, which is the same. It's why I have trouble like putting them in any sort of category because on one hand you have like the kind of hunters who just have like these huge fucking fifty cal sniper rifles and they're just like murdering giraffes from like three football fields away, and I'm like, oh wow, great hunt, dude. Uh, but at the same time, predator can fight. But it's also like I don't know. It just puts this whole movie in a weird, a weird place. Like I originally <laughs> even thought, like when I first watched this movie, which I is when I did the first. I'm talking about when I watched it after I watched like the first Predator and I watched AVP. I'm like I'm watching every Predator movie because I love these. And like I remember thinking, like it made sense that like obviously like Busey's team should, it got rid of the whatever they they sprayed like something in the slaughterhouse, which uh. He couldn't use his cloaking device. He couldn't use his infrared. I was like, well, they really- well, his cloaking device gets fucked up because he gets water on it, which again, yeah. seems like an extreme design flaw. Uh, it's like, do you not have water on your home yeah. planet? Yeah, <laughs> like, you right. come to a planet that's 80% water. I think that's the first, <laughs> I could be wrong. I don't remember this one too much, but yeah. 
They sh- I, I thought the sprinklers were going to turn on and you were going to see his outline mm-hmm. with the water pounding that down been cool. on him. That would have been cool. But instead, it just malfunctions. And yeah. I was like, the fuck? <laughs> yeah, yeah, but yeah, they sh- the only way I think you should defeat the Predator is if he's so weakened by fighting multiple people. Yeah, or but- you, like... Or you just like you find a way you learn something about him and he, mm-hmm. you, you lure him into a yeah. or you just like I mean it's okay to like maybe beat him in hand to hand combat but Danny Glover looks really awkward while he's doing it he only wins because he's got the predator's blade which yeah. can like cut him or whatever mm-hmm. it's just it's weird I don't know yeah uh, yeah that's so Danny Glover my next my what I like next is uh I I t- Bill Paxton is really good he is. He oozes charisma that Danny Glover does. Danny Glover's a great actor. He plays a, such a good cop, not a great action star. Then you got Bill Paxton, who just has the charisma, and he plays the character that you you fought, you like him. You're like, oh, he's gonna die. I know he is. How's oh, he? Oh yeah, do? for sure. Which his death should have been more gut wrenching. I feel like whenever you create, I, I was upset, like, because I was like, is he dying right now? Like, I was like, there's no way he's not dying right now because he's alone in a dark car being barreled down on and there's no way he takes the predator out we've still got an hour fucking left in this movie uh, and so I, I was like sad when he died i i, I like them i obviously the reuben blades danny character is the one you everybody probably cares about the least because he's like all, his entire personality is just he wears a weird hat but it's like you still you're still like oh that sucks that he died mm-hmm. but then like when paxton dies you're like shit and then when he's got uh leona i think is her name in the yeah. movie i was like oh fuck no he's not gonna get her too uh like i was like upset when they were getting knocked off like I, mean, I i didn't i wasn't sad when gary Busey died i was like he's kind of has to die but mm-hmm. i mean i was sad just because gary Busey wasn't in the movie more <laughs> but but then it quickly just becomes literally danny glover like danny glover's not even being chased by the predator he's chasing the yeah predator. that's the worst <laughs> part of the movie like the predator should not be running from anybody <laughs> and then there's a he's trying to like cauterize himself in these old people's bathroom and that's where i fell asleep because i'm like oh shit yeah i think i think i think it was the beef slaughterhouse where i started to nod off a little bit it's (laughs) and i compare it to like the first film when arnold like discovers that if he covers himself in mud the predator can't use his infrared and he kind of it's it's almost this building up scene where he's setting his traps to predator here's a question for you bring it um I don't understand how heat vision works. Like for yeah. just as a full well, as a full baseline, I don't understand how heat vision works. But as a secondary level, it's said like one of the first lines in the movie is Los Angeles is currently experiencing a heat wave of 109 degrees. Uh, here's a like maybe this is me showing my ass in terms of science, but aren't we internally like 99 degrees? Yeah. Well. <laughs> That's what tries to show that his infrared can track humans' body heat, and the whole it's reason- like If it was like 109 degrees out, wouldn't your entire screen just be red? Well, like, do I not it, understand how heat vision works? Well, it also- ex- <laughs> it, I think they ex- try to explain through several movies, I hate this idea, but <laughs> predators apparently thrive in really hot conditions. It's funny because- Did I say uh, conditions? What the fuck? <laughs> conditions. I think that was the one actress's other movie that she did. Which one? Uh, oh. <laughs> Terry Weigel, yes. Oh. Conviction. That's a great porn title. Yes. That's like a, it's like a lawyer porn or something. Yeah. <laughs> I object. 
to you still having your pants on. <laughs> uh, <laughs> can we just rip on porn instead of talking about the predator? Uh, <laughs> um, I think we'd see. I think we talk about better uh, written scenes than the predator if we talk about <laughs> porn. But just my opinion. Sometimes. Uh, but yeah, so that was what I liked, right? <laughs> How long is your list? <laughs> of I'm I'm skipping things because I <laughs> thought they were funny, and then I'm like, these aren't very funny anymore. <laughs> but no, I'll just I'll just run through and we can talk about okay. What I didn't like, uh, the outfits are fucking horrible. Like Danny's outfits, uh, Ruben Blades. I'm not sure what they were trying to capture, what he's trying to pull off there, but they did not uh, guess what the style of the nineties would be. Uh, I didn't the the whole flashing of the train scene which i read in the trivia apparently they were trying to channel pretty much what got this movie greenlit was they made the first predator movie made a lot of money and they kind of wanted to do a sequel but they weren't sure so then they sold the comic books to dark horse comments and the comic books fucking sold like crazy like okay we're we're committed to this but they weren't really because they didn't want to pony up the dough for arnold Mm -hmm. but so that's what so they tried to do i think those loosely based off one of the comic books they wrote so they were trying to channel comic books in that seizure-inducing flashing light scene on the sure. subway. Like snapshots, you're seeing panels yeah. or whatever. Yeah. Mm, yeah. It just is hard to see, though. <laughs> and then, uh, what I didn't like, uh, I didn't like that the weapons would appear out of nowhere without, like, they should have shown somewhere where he, like, he flips a switch, all of a sudden you can see the weapon go through. Sure. Like, the Jamaican scene where he stabs on the spear randomly shows up, and Cinephobe touched on it briefly, where the only reason they're showing it is so you can see what he gets stabbed with. Otherwise, the weapon needs to be invisible. Otherwise, it'd be easy to shoot the predator because you can see this weapon going through the air. Yeah. It's very, it's a very poor, like, you don't think about it, but it's like, yeah, that's kind of bad. Okay. Um, I also don't understand why it couldn't be effective to see someone just get speared with something invisible. You'd be like, whoa, what the fuck? Uh, uh, it'd be pretty cool, too, in my opinion. Yeah, then... <laughs> One might, why was King Willie dressed like a pirate? <laughs> outfits are awful. <laughs> and then, uh, I like how you tried to do this list as a compliment sandwich, but I'm just hearing nothing, well, it was nothing take, but negatives. It was, well, the, it was taking way too long as a compliment sandwich. So I'm just going <laughs> to run through the negatives and go through the positives. But I feel like will take us positively into the negative that is the predator. <laughs> but yeah, then, uh, why is King Willie dressed like a pirate? Followed by, we don't want to see the monster cell. Like the whole point where the predator is getting fucked up and Danny Glover is chasing him. That is just like watching the underhair get beat up for like 90 minutes of a match. It's like, this is not even good. Yeah. Like, it's not what we want to see. We don't want to see, like Batista. We don't want to see him get beat up. We want to see fucking power bombs. Right. Give us what we want. Okay. Then, uh, followed by, um, this ending is so fucking long like <laughs> like they could have ended the movie at the slaughterhouse oh yeah, 100%. yeah like, and nobody would have co- fucking complained no like i remember zach and stuff was like i felt like the spaceship was like an hour long but it wasn't it just <laughs> felt like it because it's because it's, oh, uh, it's like once like if when he first walks in there you're like this is kind of cool and then it quickly becomes very boring yes. like it's just it's just smoke and like some weird oh. panels and, oh another <laughs> funny trivia note they don't say who it was but apparently for all the predators that showed up at the end there, they're like the who like the elder predators who give Dan Glover the gun. They were short on really tall actors, so apparently Dan Glover was tight with some of the Los Angeles Lakers at the time. So yeah, <laughs> NBA players are who the who are act are in the predator suits. But sure. Because they didn't credit them, it's no way to know who it was. Okay. That's interesting. Yes. 
That's what they said. And apparently there's like a, in the outtakes, there's a scene where they're all just dancing and being like goofy. <laughs> so yeah, that's crazy. So yeah. Um, so then, uh, then, um, like I said, why is my last, no, I, I touched on it, but this, why is the predator running from this geriatric cop? <laughs> that was my last note that pretty much catapulted the ending. Cause in so many people that I, I went on Reddit forums for research. So many people have an issue with Danny Glover killing the predator and, pretty much beating him in hand-to-hand combat and people are like well the predator was really tired from killing gary Busey's crew and everything like yeah danny glover's four-year last had to do the same exact thing the predator did. and we're supposed to believe danny glover is more conditioned than the predator which danny glover will say in the earlier scene we changed his clothes sneaky good physique oh yeah for sure yeah. you wouldn't guess that look at him because he's looked like he's six years old for 20 years yeah but he's he's, he's kind of rocking it out for sure yeah. I think the last Danny Glover movie I saw was maybe the Royal Tenenbaums. Okay. <laughs> so, okay. So Predator 2, what I didn't like, we'll go through this. I think I left off at, uh, Danny Glover was casted. I feel Steven Seagal would have been so much better. <laughs> I, I'll live and die on this hill. It's a bad hill to die on, but yeah, you can, I mean. I'll bring you flowers for your grave. Yeah. Okay. Bring them. <laughs> okay. Then I feel like any, mo- if it's true, Arnold wanted more money. I feel like they would have made it back. Cause that's what. Arnold was so yeah, probably. fucking it. He, he was he was white hot at the and time. Two hundred fifty thousand. They spent like thirty million on this movie. Yeah, I mean, and wh- where did it go? There's no like huge names. Like considering the star power in the first film, which is Arnold, uh, Carl Weathers, Bill Duke. <laughs> I don't think was spectacular then, but Jesse Ventura was still a big name in the wrestling world, which at the time was one. In the early nineties, wrestling was a more popular sport than some of the sports today. Like he was a known name and even like, even like some of the smaller ones wasn't bad, but it's like they, how did they spend more money on this one than that one? I just think with the set pieces and all that, like, there's the thing. That's another thing with the first predator. It's like, they just go on whatever jungle set or maybe they shot on location. I don't know, but you just go out to the jungle area and shoot actors walking around in the trees. Like that's another thing that's a little sneaky about the first predator movie is it, it it is all for all intents a lot of them sitting around in the jungle and walking around mm. in the jungle. The jungle, which is, like if you're in the real jungle, it sucks to film in, but it's cheap. Mm-hmm. It's cheap as hell. Whereas like blowing up sets and like having fucking entire stockpiles mm. of guns and like explosions and, and glass breaking, and like tr- and trying to shoot in downtown. LA. Dan- Danny Glover showing up in his fucking car and just apparently not giving a fuck about it like like even as he co- even that. as he comes in he just wrecks it pretty that, much that weapon's not big enough and then he backs out he's got in the fucking fucking uh, door flies off that first scene is something like just crazy where the reporters are there people get why the fuck are we here and yeah it really the like, cops there, are there are elements of the movie that feel like they were trying to channel something more akin to like RoboCop at times. Yeah. Yeah, which uh, <laughs> they, they talk about that too, but then, even like was the reporters like the cops are incompetent. The mayor is in Lake Tahoe. What is going on here? <laughs> uh, but yeah, then we'll go back to the good now. So once again, Danny Glover was good in this, but he was not, he was not what they needed. He was not what they need. He would like, cause if Arnold had been there to pair with Danny Glover, it would have been a good back and forth. Sure. They need I, another action star next day, Glover, in my opinion. Yeah, I I think he I, I think he's not quite there as the leading man, and they also just didn't really give him a lot. They like tried to give him a couple character things, but yeah. I'm like, I literally when I was driving here, I was like, does he have a family? I was like, I guess he must not. Man's a family. <laughs> I was like, 
guess he's not he doesn't have a wife or a kid he's just a cop like Dude, i was like i don't know anything about this I, character i will i will, <laughs> will give you a quote right now that i don't know if you remember i kill you rain they got my family <laughs> i gotta kill you for my boy <laughs> it's striking something from me oh here. it's uh fuck it's the uh, hector ecuvara movie not never surrender oh sure what is it it's uh I can't remember. Oh, it's, the other one? Yes, we're with Rampage. Keith, the one with Keith Jardine in it? Keith Jardine, Rashad Evans, and Ram- <laughs> Rampage. Rampage. I got, kill me, right? You got to kill me for my boy. And then Rashad Evans, I kill you, right? They got my family. <laughs> I don't remember what it is. Is it Death Warrior? Uh, Something like that. Uh, what an error! <laughs> yeah, if you, if you guys have never heard of Hector Echevarria, you should look him up because he's uh, he is unbelievable. Uh, you want to talk about a man that just drinks his cum daily? <laughs> a little bit of CIM for you. Yes, but okay. Also good, Kevin Peter Hall. There's never been a better predator. I mean, if there's any great uh, hatred of AIDS, is that took Kevin Peter Hall from us to play the predator to the end yeah. of time. Uh, I mean, I think it's okay to hate AIDS in general. Yes, but if there was a, if there was a main, if there was a focal point, he's one of them, in my opinion. Sure. I, 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 was, I had written down. No, I'm not even gonna say. It. I mean, I might tell you afterwards. Thank but you. It's, it's so bad. <laughs> it's, it's, no, it's just, it's not anything offensive. It's just that you no, know, no, no, never mind. <laughs> so I like the idea of a government agency hunting the predator because. There's, there obviously should have been major red flags over Arnold's first encounter with them. Of course, they create, because government creates secret task force for everything yeah, these I, days. I genuinely, I guess I was kind of confused because I fired up this behind the scenes doc and Gary Busey was like, it's like, Arnold, he didn't come back for the thing. So that's why they had to kill him off screen or whatever. And I was like, I guess it's been so long since I watched The Predator for some reason I thought that arnold mutually died with the no. predator at the no, end of he, that movie he got on the chopper eventually so yeah i was like in my head i was kind of like oh well you know everybody died fighting the predator and nobody lives so there's like no mm-hmm. information on it but yeah, that's, that's alien versus prayer requiem is and every we'll cover it later when i go through my it's alien versus prayer requiem is the darkest movie ever in so many senses mm-hmm. but yeah so yeah that i like that and i've taught you about this my an underlying thing that I don't feel like was known is the predator at first doesn't respect Danny Glover as a threat, but he uses him as an idea to track down the threats. I, I like that idea, but I also feel like the predator locks in on Danny Glover when he does that crazy ass stunt with the car to like drive in and save those guys. Yeah. And he starts like tracking him. And so I don't know if I fully buy that. I just, theory. I like the theory. Okay. It might not be true, but I, because I sent you one of my ideas where there's, I feel it's bad as it sounds like I have the main character, a female detective, that it's one of the things where I really want to introduce the horror element. I think needs to be introduced back where you have a predator who's stalking and killing cops, bad guys, just a combination of two and the whole town. Because obviously if you try to, I try to think of a modern twist on the, modern twist on the predator. Modern. Modern, yeah. And obviously, if you do that, you have to try to think, how would the public react to, you know, finding skin bodies alive? Obviously, they're going to think there's some twi- sick, twisted fuck out there, a serial killer, right? Right. So, of course, you know, the public sees a serial killer, the cops see a serial killer, and the predator has to be beaten, in my mind, with your intellect. You have to outthink it. You have to take advantage of the fact that it focuses so much on what it deems as a worthy prey. So, that one is... 
I, I've sent you all my, I think I've sent you my list of the ones that really get my creative juices flowing. Like I got to go into this deeper. I got to create things for this. Mm-hmm. And that's one that's really like gets, it's, it's kind of similar to what uh, you pray is very much part of that. Cause obviously the uh, main character is a female member of a native American tribe. And well, the whole point of her and she has to prove herself as a hunter and her biggest thing is nobody sees me as a threat and she kind of uses it to her advantage. That's, sure. Prey's a really good movie. Other, uh, the only thing I don't like about it is that the, pre- the predator kills animals. Like, why do we got to kill animals? Why can't we just, <laughs> I mean, wh- why can't we just kill people? Just saying. I think, I think though at a base level, I don't know why the predator would really see a difference between humans and animals. Like, yeah. uh, I, I think I actually kind of, I know you get really hung up on animal stuff, but for I me, I find that interesting because it's like, if you were, if you went to a planet and were hunting and you, especially in like the more primitive times where we don't have like, uh, advanced weaponry, mm-hmm. like I think, a, I think a, a lion seems almost just as dangerous as a human. Well, uh, it's, well, yeah. it maybe feels like an accomplishment to take it down for a predator. That's, that's what for uh, spoilers, like it's a very primitive predator. He doesn't, his, uh, plasma gun shoots arrows and stuff. That's another thing that I've been like, cause when I was watching, the the predator and comparing it to predator 2 i was like i was like do predators i was like their technology doesn't it seems kind of stuck like i'm like shouldn't they be evolving as well like like it feels like they've been it feels like they must they plateaued in 87 and haven't gotten any better since (laughs) they've had they've had fucking 30 they've had 40 years to develop better weapons and the best they come up with is what if we genetically mutated ourselves <laughs> well that's what that's why in my opinion it works best as a sequel if you drop them into situations because if you have someone who kills a predator like it's already killed one predator you're gonna have it kill exactly the same predator so you have to find a way to juice this next predator up and that's when you get lost in the sauce in my opinion yeah i will say that uh I'm sure you have a lot more to say about Predator 2 and notes and stuff, mm-hmm. but the more time you spend on Predator 2, the less time we're going to spend on the Predator. Okay. All right. Well, yeah, we'll, we can, we hate, we'll end it with my, uh, my, uh, like I said, my CT, my CT, my C, shall clear tinted classic top three, which is CTCT3. That was too long. Can you add to that? <laughs> if you can. No. Fuck. So, yeah. So, thank you. You could have just... Uh, I don't know. So, my top three performances, number three, Bill Paxson. He number really, three? Yes. So okay. great. Number, I love Gary Busey. So, uh, he's yeah, so I guess two. it's going to be Paxton Busey and then Kevin Peter Hall. Oh, you nailed it, man. Yeah. Look at you. You're on tonight, Jake. Look at this guy. Okay, my top three worst performances... Number three, the Colombian drug lord that gets stabbed. He's a terrible. He actor. is pretty terrible. <laughs> terrible. I, I think they had to find a guy that could show his ass. So maybe, maybe that's uh-huh. what happened there. In multiple ways, he did. <laughs> Number two, I wasn't. You said her name, the Maria Conchita. I wasn't impressed by her. I, she's she's more of like a vibe than a good actor. <laughs> she's pretty. Hot. I will say also, like the whole, pre- she's pregnant. Apparently, there was a separate thing where. It, Pretty much Danny Glover. It was Glover. an alien baby. No, no, Dan, just no. <laughs> that, that goes into the predator later, but but Danny Glover apparently was supposed to be revealed as like a secretly like he was supposed to be like no, but not no. He's the father because that was such a random plot point that they just I did, abandoned. I did, I did find myself wondering. I was like, 
either this has been going on so long and she's secretly i'm like i was like i guess i don't i was like whose baby is this because like like the only thing we know about her is that I'll she's be a ball the puppy. <laughs> all the, all, she's like a ball buster like but i'm like they, they haven't known paxton long enough for this to be his baby i don't think she was boinking danny and like i don't think her and danny glover were together either apparently so, there was supposed to be more to flesh out that relationship but yeah it feels like there must have been some the sequences are just too long. You could have packed more interesting character stuff yes. into the movie, but anyway. And number, num- one, number one, number uh, one most baddest actor, uh, uh, not actor, just performance in general, which I may have spoiled. Stephen Hopkins, terrible job. Oh uh, yeah, That's terrible funny. casting decisions, terrible racial stereotypes, terrible pacing, terrible ending. He's terrible the, pacing. He, he screwed the pooch on what should have been a pretty easy premise. In he my is opinion. someone who I I never heard of. And when you look and up, when you, you find out his, why, when you look up his career, you're like, okay, yeah, this was like, okay. uh, he, he didn't work again. It wasn't, this wasn't like some, oh, the studio, it was just kind of a swing and a miss, but he's actually a good director. By all accounts, he seems to kind of suck. Yes. Like, okay. <laughs> and then my top three moments of Predator 2, number three of uh, the Jamaican posse getting killed, like from the fucking, there's no better, like your moment of your fucking mechanic plaster showing up. Like, yeah, Bill Duke, yeah. When you see that, when you see the the three lights, yeah. you're like, uh oh, yeah, you're fucked. <laughs> and then like, from it goes from that to the fucking net to, and then the worst part though is it downgrades it. Why it's number three is the spear appears out of nowhere. But that number two, which by number two and number one are kind of the same scene. Number two. There's no stopping what can't be stopped. Okay. No killing what can't be killed. <laughs> like a better actor would have made that way more epic. May have been number one with a better actor, but yeah, it's also like uh, King Willie. He's set up as this really scary. Like he's like, we're gonna take their souls and all this stuff, and then he's like a complete bitch yeah. when it comes to the predator. Well, they could have they could have <laughs> drawn out that fight scene a lot more. Show him being worthy of what. Because in my mind, all, I, like the first time I watched this, all I saw was literally what probably happened. The Predator came forward, King Willie drew his sword, Predator chopped his head off in a fight scene. Yeah. Cut scene. <laughs> chop, chop. <laughs> the number one, uh, my top moment, uh, every, I've watched the scene so many times. It's the same scene, but the Predator dropping in the puddle and the footprints were sure. boom. And it's just like, you're fucked. <laughs> I love the your fuck moments. Like, yeah, yeah, it's awesome. That's my that's the end of my uh, CTCT three clear ticket classics top three. Boom. <laughs> now let now let shit on shit, people. That was the that was the most positive experience of this episode. Yeah. Uh, hmm. Yeah, we got to talk about the predator. Uh, anyway, so Rorschach test. Or I you, that probably sounded very shitty because I was far away from the microphone. But Rorschach, I'll test. start with one that I don't know if you can pull, but I have a couple. Uh, Jake Busey. Uh, uh, the movie with Will Smith and Gene Hack. Oh, Enemy of the State. Okay, yeah, it's random. That one. It's it's. I like it. It's good. Uh, for me, it's a combination of Starship Troopers. Yeah. Uh, and then he actually, for some reason, I always remember that he's in the roadhouse sequel <laughs> roadhouse two. Do, do not recommend it but <laughs> it may say it's a pretty crazy movie both it's obviously the main character the main the three main characters I think are will smith gene hackman john voight and then minor characters are like jake Busey's a minor character and jack black is a minor character it's, uh... it's so ra- and i just when i think of jake Busey's face i remember there's a scene where because like jack black plays 
like he's on uh john Voigt's uh crew of like the bad guys who pretty much he's a hacker who hack into satellites and find anybody and they're trying to discover gene hackman's identity and they can't because the satellite obviously only looks down and jake Busey just has this look official like it seems very limited jack black like you develop a satellite that can like pretty much like you think you can do better do it <laughs> but yeah that's what i remember i just remember his face like that seems so limited we're gonna skip over the guy that plays nettles because he's been in literally nothing so, uh and there's so much nothing uh alfie allen uh if you had said his name to me i would have been like i don't know who the fuck that is uh but he is theon Greyjoy from game of thrones never seen game uh, of thrones never planned to affectionately referred to as reek for a chunk of that series and it's a pretty horrible horrible little chunk but he'll pretty much never not be theon Greyjoy. he is in i forgot that he's in the first he's one of the kids that gets murked in the first john wick movie he's like part yeah. of that initial gang mm -hmm. uh and then he's like he's in a lot of these like uh pride and prejudice adjacent type movies <laughs> too like he's clearly like a, a somewhat prominent british actor how about uh, that in this movie he seems woefully miscast because this entire gang that this ragtag gang that ends up banding together the thing that makes the least amount of sense is that there's a fucking uk guy in there like he's irish i believe but it's like, why is there an Irish guy in this American in army outfit? It's, it, it's, in, it's very weird. It's not, uh, uh, Thomas Jane, who I'll, uh, I'll finally make a cinephobe reference for one, uh, repeat offender, <laughs> repeat offender yeah. on this show for the, the crow too. <laughs> for, for me, for me, I'll, I'll associate him with deep blue sea. Um, deep blue sea is great. Uh, the mist, I think. And then also just the Punisher. Yeah. He, he's like always going to be the Punisher. I, I know him at the. I never seen the Punisher, but I know him at the Punisher guy. Yeah, uh, but yeah, the Mist is also just. It's too classic. Uh, <laughs> I think it's funny, Felicia. He, hey. I love Thomas Jane. He sucks in this movie. Oh, well, they did. They gave him the <laughs> shitty, funny like the. Oh, he's got Tourette, so he which. Tourette's people for if you people don't know oh he's, al he's also in a show called hung and, it, yeah, and that was a I've fantastic heard about that one show too. but no <laughs> like for people out there people who have Tourette's don't just blur out cuss words okay no, they, like it's like, literally, people, it's literally, people talked a lot about how this movie gets like autism wrong they also just shit like, all over Tourette's like, as the well. whole point of Tourette's <laughs> is you have no control over some of the functions of your face like I worked with a guy with Tourette's and he would just he couldn't he would blink uncontrollably that's Tourette's like there's there's multiple layers of it like there's a streamer so I really there, there's I, layers I, I, <laughs> there's layers you know uh, huh. see this is an important demographic yeah. uh but there's a streamer I like named sweet Anita and she mm -hmm. has Tourette's and she does like she just like will get fixated on stuff and she will occasionally say like she'll be like and so the other day I told my boyfriend fucking lick my dick like she will do that stuff mm -hmm. Um, or she'll like, I remember I was watching her play a game and there was like, uh, it was like a shooting game, but for some reason there was like bananas in the environment mm -hmm. and she would like get fixated. Like if she saw it, she'd be like, banana, banana, and like, but in like, it, so there's various levels to it. His version is the convenient movie version yeah. where it only happens when they want like a punchline or yeah. something stupid. I will, I will uh, say the only time the Tourette's thing has ever been funny, uh, do you watch, have you ever seen Curb, any episode of Curb Your Enthusiasm? Not all the way. I'm very aware of the show. I've only seen one episode, and it was this episode, and it was fucking funny. So Larry David, I think, buys buys a stake in... I, I don't... This forever go by, I just remember this, and somebody repeated it up on a podcast, let's see, so I remembered it vividly. 
So I think he buys a steak in this restaurant and they're looking for a cook and they hire this like highly esteemed chef from France and he's supposed to be the best chef ever. But he's got Tourette's and he his Tourette's cause him to cuss in English. So he's looking like motherfucking cocksucker. And then he was like, what the fuck? He's like, he's got Tourette's. He's like, then why is he cussing cussing French? <laughs> like, that's funny. <laughs> like, that's how you do that shit. Uh, here's a fun one because this is a name that if you said, if you walked up to me and said, oh, do you know who this person is? I'd be like, yeah. But then if you said, name a movie that they're in, I'd be like, I would shrug. Uh, Olivia Munn. I, I, I do. Oh, um, um, she was in one, she was, uh, X, X, X3. Uh, she was Lady Deathstrike. That's why I know her from. Uh, I mean, it says she was in X-Men Apocalypse, I guess, but. Was she, was she in X3? That was her, right? That's, I, I don't see it. Who was that then? I thought that was her. <laughs> see, she, she is, an, like, I've heard the name Olivia Munn. I, I will say I'm on, uh, I'm on Letterboxd and, chances are that she's probably done like a bunch of good tv shows that i'm just not seeing here but well she uh no it's the x no x2 maybe i don't see it let me see uh which it would be on here if it was i swear that was her let me see i mean (laughs) no it's fine just (laughs) Uh, give me a second here (laughs) no that was kelly hugh way off she was in something i just can't think of it 227 she is with i feel like she 227 her, her, remember to come back to her, this moment jake her, her cling to fame i think was she was the hot girl on a video game tv show i think 227 remember this moment uh, jake. she apparently was in a iron man 2 don't remember that <laughs> well the, that's the thing is like she seems like a pretty competent actor and she's she, you know she's a she's a very lovely mm-hmm. lady uh very fucking like generic yeah. like across the board just I like, feel like this was shane black just wanting a hot woman in his film it's just i don't know like you know me i'm like i'm like please if there's any way to get like a woman mixed mm-hmm. up in this business mm-hmm. uh do it and i think she's like I, I i think she does fine with what she's given but her character's so like it's a guy trying to write like a cool badass woman it's random because the one scene she doesn't have a weapon so of course the predator doesn't kill her but then she grabs a weapon and chases the predator it's like (laughs) huh yeah i so i i don't know i uh, thought that was her but no i was wrong i mean she's in like the magic mike movie i don't know it doesn't matter i've missed that movie it doesn't matter what you think all right Uh, next give it to me (laughs) thank you next Thank you. Next, uh, Keegan Michael Key, I guess. Uh, the only other movie I remember he was in it was uh, uh I think it's like Wonderless. That movie with Jennifer Aniston and Paul Rudd. He plays like an HBO executive. I oh, think. sure, yeah, yeah, it, yeah. It's pretty. It's pretty funny. I remember because she like tries to make a thing about the penguins having sexual diseases or yeah. something. And it's <laughs> like I'm sure you guys love it. The penguin just started like I can't remember it was something ridiculous. Like they start fucking each other and killing each other, and Keegan's like. Well, yeah, we are into that, and obviously, uh, horrible bosses too also comes up. Yeah, horrible. Y'all got to change that name. <laughs> I agree with Nick. <laughs> uh, you know, recent uh, voice of Toad from the Mario uh, movie. He's but... got great. He can. There's hidden potential in him because I remember when I I like him. The only time I've been being super impressed with him was when Keen Peel was doing their like their Chappelle show from a live audience where they talk and. 
they they just Jordan Peele just had him rattle off accents one after another. And it's like this guy's talented. It's like does he just need to be directed well? I don't understand. It's I just don't think he's got quite the. I just don't. It's not even that he doesn't have range. I just don't think he has the depth to yeah, do certain true. things like okay. i i think he's when he shows up in comedy movies he's hilarious i haven't seen like he's been in like a couple of those like they're like rom-commy type movies and like maybe he's better in those kinds of movies uh but yeah jacob tremblay uh, he's the kid he's right the kid i don't know uh i'm i i was gonna skip him but he is in one movie that i really really like it sounds it name sounds familiar but i don't want to put he, he was like kind of the it kid and it was because the movie room came out and he was really good in it and they were like we're putting this kid in everything and he is in like anytime someone needs like a little mousy white kid he seems to get the shoulder tap but it's one of those things too where it's like he's already like gotten kind of old mm-hmm. <laughs> but uh sterling k brown uh, not a movie, but a TV show. Supernatural was my introduction to him. Supernatural, okay. Don't disrespect that show. <laughs> I mean, I already said Hotel Artemis. Yeah. Uh, I that would probably be my poll. Other than that other TV show he did, uh, I think it was wasn't he in This Is Us? Isn't that like the big TV show he landed a few years I ago? Didn't I'm not familiar with that show, so I can't confirm or deny that. Uh, but yeah, I mean, he's great. Whenever he shows up in something, I'm happy. Uh, well, I just remember being shocked that because so let's be honest, uh, Supernatural ain't popping out all great actors or great stars. Like I like Justin Ackles, but he's not the greatest actor. Yeah. But then when I started seeing him in actual movies, like oh my god, who this guy was just like a bad guy, and now he's like he's really talented. Like yeah, it's pretty crazy. As much as I liked him in this movie, I got nothing for Trevante Rose. Yeah, this is my this is my introduction to him. Like, holy shit, this guy has like. And now I'm conflicted because he uh he's in a TV he's in a TV show where he plays uh Mike Tyson and I want nothing to do with this because apparently like whoever produced this show completely like managed to get this greenlit without a way where Mike Tyson gets no money for it when it's okay. his fucking stories and Mike Tyson somebody to boycott it. But then I watch this and he's so fucking good. It's like, I kind of want to see this now. Yeah. Mike Tyson's a complicated figure anyway. Yeah. Um, he is in Moonlight, which has been on my yeah. to watch list for which, a long time. Which I talk, well, his character's name, this is his, well, he's Nebraska Williams, which is a fucking, that's a top five name ever. <laughs> but then they have to ruin it by saying, is that your real name? No, Gaylord, which, yeah. of course, in Moonlight, he plays a gay character, so. This this movie has a lot of juvenile humor, for sure. Which uh, I'm all for juvenile humor. I live for juvenile humor. That, I not, I'm like, you, you're thinking that's funny. Oh my, like, imagine if, like, Heath Ledger after, or Jake Gyllenhaal after Brokeback Mellon came, their next name was something like Dick Cockburn or something <laughs> like that. Uh, last but not least, the star of the movie. Oh, I got nothing for this Boyd guy. Holbrook. Um, I was trying to figure out why I recognized his face, and I finally figured it out. He's he's the guy with like the bionic arm from Logan that fights Wolverine. I haven't seen that movie. Uh, it's a really good movie. I've uh, heard it's good. He's apparently in Gone Girl, and I have to assume he's the redneck that beats the shit out of uh, Rosamund Pike, and they steal her money at the trailer park uh, that that has to be who he played in this that. was my introduction to him it was not a great introduction honestly he's they've uh in the new justified series they uh, revamped for this year he's the main bad guy he's 
twice as talented in that than he is in this. But I still, he, he, he just doesn't. I, have, he doesn't still, have the leading man. I, I still, I still fucking just hate him because of this movie. The only thing that the only thing that this movie is a true throwback to in terms of like late '80s, early '90s movies is casting someone that they that should have never been cast as the lead of your movie. I, I'll bring it out now just because we're <laughs> we're gonna have to speed through this, unfortunately. But yeah, <laughs> but um, uh, I I give him what I what I call the Russell Crowe Award from <laughs> Russell Crowe's performance in The Quick and the Dead, where Leonardo DiCaprio is twice the charisma, twice everything, and. Russell Crowe's just standing there being fucking bland as fuck, <laughs> which I rename him Bland Holbrook. <laughs> and so the uh, Travante Rhodes is the Leo yes. of this movie, yes. and well, this guy's I, I the can, Russell Crowe. <laughs> I compared the one scene where they're sitting, and he's just standing there like this, and Travante Rhodes has got a cigarette. He's like doing all these... And he, like I'll say this now, my top moment just right now is <laughs> Travante Rhodes is just chain smoking this yeah, entire movie. <laughs> yeah, which I, I was like for a 2018 it's, movie, it's really it, weird to see a character just sucking down heaters. <laughs> it's all part of the character though, because he it's his mannerism. Then the the top the in my uh, CTCT three the top moment is Travante Rhodes putting the cigarette on his tongue, just going. <laughs> probably this is the way he delivers that line and i compare that scene to this is like watching a nba player share the court with a WNBA player watching trevante rhodes and boyd holbrook do this scene where boyd holbrook is just sitting there not not moving so fucking wooden yeah. and trevante rhodes has like the mannerisms he's moving he's got this nonchalant even like i laugh when like they say something like oh that's the alien and he just goes goddamn aliens it's like he <laughs> The way he delivers the line is so good. Like he and he is my he is my number one best performance in my uh, top three. He kept like kind of tricking me into being like, "Is this movie not that bad?" Because like every time he was on screen, he pops. Uh, but then like the content of it, like every time they cut back to that and, bus and they're just doing because it's like so. Here's an example of uh, what a bad movie does: mm -hmm. The Predator. Uh, which yes, guys, like spoil the spy. We already joked about it, but this movie's fucking terrible. It's, like I, we, why are we like we got really lost in the weeds, and now we lost in the like, sauce. If we we're we're not even gonna go this long, but uh, like we technically could be in the studio for like another fifty minutes, but we're gonna try to wrap it up a little sooner than that. Mm -hmm. So I'm not gonna probably get to air all of my grievance gr yeah. grievances out with this movie, but this movie is fucking terrible. It's really really bad, and and we'll and I'll touch on some of the specifics of it. But in this movie, they're like, you know what we need to do to establish this group? Let's all have them sat on a bus, handcuffed, not moving, while Javante Rhodes does his best to try to endear you to these characters by thoroughly explaining what all of their deals are, even to the point where he shouldn't even have half this information. Mm -hmm. uh, whereas any other movie that's remotely competent would introduce these characters by having them like in a situation. Mm -hmm. yeah. It's like if you're watching The Predator like the, their little their little idiosyncrasies of like would be would come up as they're like fighting off mm -hmm. that villager or like you just you find out about them by them doing shit in this movie you are nothing but told things you are mm -hmm. only told things uh, like I, my god oh my god when oh god it's so like uh, uh, one of my quotes when, when the mailman comes up and he's like uh, i i don't remember i don't the the, the mailman I comes up and jacob Tremblay's like well, he's got 13 confirmed kills, blah, blah, and like the wife has to like list off. Uh, is, the that, is that the chick from Dexter, the wife? 
No. It's not? Uh, no, she's too uh, young in this movie, I think, to be her. And also, they don't look that much the same. <laughs> but uh, Yeah, it is. It's uh, Yvonne Strahovski. She's uh, Hannah in Dexter. Oh, I thought you were talking about Rita. No, no. No, that's, uh, no, that's uh, Hannah. Okay, sure, yeah. sure. I, I understand that was a bad... The chick in Dexter would... I'm like I'm I'm like it's not Deborah. So the other blonde in Dexter's no, Frida. No, I was like, no. or he could be saying Julia Styles, but it's definitely not no. Julia Styles. H- Hannah was his main love interest for the majority of the last when the show went to. You probably didn't. See uh, I didn't part. watch that. Okay, part. yeah, that's why you don't know. Okay, yeah, but anyway, um, like, they have on. multiple characters. He has thirteen confirmed. She like she rattles off his like backstory like she's a robot, and I'm like, what the fuck is this? You're uh, you're, you're just you're not like. So the movie starts with the worst CGI ship you've ever seen uh, just floating through space and crashing. Mm-hmm. And then you get like a kind of an attempt at a fun moment where they're, they're like going to snipe these drug lords during this hostage exchange. He's like, are you guys really betting on uh, whether they're going to kill the hostages or not? Is that what I'm hearing? They're like, oh, yeah. He's like, I'm just making sure. Put me in for 20. I was like, okay, maybe. Mm-hmm. I remember thinking... Like the noise I made was something along the lines of like, eh. <laughs> I, well, I have my list of where I like and where I hate. Just so you know, what I hate in this film is almost thirty notes long. So we're not gonna get through all of them, but I just want to say, Boyd Holbrook in this movie looks—he they try to make him this badass fucking military person. And my one of my quotes is, "He looks like an ordinary dad who hates his family." <laughs> Like, the worst is the scene with Trevante Rhodes, where Rhodes obviously looks like a fucking badass soldier, and he there, he has no physique, he has no aura of a badass, the only good part he has is when they ask him something like, we well, you know if you pose a threat, he's like, I'm a sniper, isn't posing a threat the fucking point? I'm like, that's a good line. Well, this is another movie, like, completely antithetical to Predator 2, where this trend of only casting young, hot people really hurts this and, movie like because the movie opens with him he's got these two guys that are like sir what are the orders what are we doing and, and then like the guy that's like calling him sir is like twice his age and i'm like this dude looks like he's fucking he should be in a frat house like like yeah. doing a, a fucking beer bong hit like why is he uh, like considered like a sergeant in the military and then like olivia munn is like the most accomplished biologist fucking this side of what, Asia. And she looks like she's she, fucking 22. What is she doing? Cause she says something like, I wrote an article when I was 10 and yada, yada, yada. And another only good thing, like so I rolled we, my eyes and shook my head. I'm realizing we, that doesn't play on the audio. We get, we get, we also, we don't, another good thing. I'll say the good things are really, I have like 10 good notes and 30 bad notes. <laughs> Jake Busey, Gary Busey's son shows up as almost like, which Gary Busey, kind of like a nod. And G- Gary Busey in Predator 2 is Agent Keys. Jake Busey in this film, Agent Keys. I'm like, I like that. Sure. It's, it's, a, it's a fun, like, nod. It's a good nod. I forgot, but when I, I clicked on Jake Busey's name, I forgot Jake Busey does play Gary Busey's son in Straight Time, which is yeah. kind of fun. <laughs> I'm just trying to find my best notes right, right. Where you pop yourself. It's like, that's a good note. Yeah. I think that uh, w- one thing that, now that I'm thinking about it, that I wanted to make sure I said, because I, I, I made a big mental note to make sure that I don't escape this podcast without saying this. Uh, and it's one of my biggest notes because for me, there's something about movies that I've always been really bad about. Mm -hmm. Like I, I don't appreciate it enough. I don't recognize it enough. People are like, Oh yeah. And this, 
is so great in that movie. And I'm like, oh yeah, I didn't really pay attention to it. And that is the score. Mm-hmm. You know a movie I did pay attention to the score in? Predator 2? The Predator. The Predator, okay. Because it's f- the worst, oh my God. I, I don't have the words to put into context how terrible the score for this movie is. Henry Jackman, you should be ashamed of yourself. Because like <laughs> this, the like right off the bat, it's just like this like, superhero shape ship crap and then like when he's talking to his son he's like yeah well son you know because he's like kind of got a southern thing going on or his accent comes and goes like he's just like like the worst is when uh they're in the chopper about where everybody's like we don't want to do he's like where i think i have a difference between me is you know are we are we survivors bad guys they like killing people and i don't really Ain't that funny? <laughs> Who's the survivors now? After that's his voice there. Then his one of his main scenes is like, I get it. Someone down in Mexico. We don't want any witnesses. Which he gives the plans and who's the survivors now? Yeah, it's, he's okay uh, in that scene where he's just kind of like he's like, all right, you guys, we want. Oh, you trying to get me to say aliens? I saw an alien. Do I get a cookie now? Yeah, and Sterling K. Brown's like amused by him, yes. and I was like, okay, like. And also, uh, I want to bring this up. Sterling K. Brown's entrance is a really cool entrance because he pulls it off. He co- he shows up. He goes, "All right, they're fast, they're large, and fucking you up is their idea of tourism." Like that's that's awesome. The, like this movie tries to trick you a couple times, but and, and be like, "Oh, is this kind of fun?" And then it just gets completely bogged down oh, by like just like because me and Justin listen to a show called Cinephobe a lot, and there there's a common thing in in bad movies where exposition is getting dumped all over your face, and it's being done in in many different ways. And this movie just has just wagons of exposition that is wheeling up to the crop circle and just dumping on all over you. Like it's, like fucking Baja Blast Predator it's, blood. It's spraying in their you in your face like imagine it's happening in American Bukaki Seven. <laughs> yeah, it is American Bukaki Seven in exposition all over your face, and it, like I just the times where like Jacob Tremblay and the wife have to like explain his backstory and just like again Travante Rhodes charismatic as fuck, but he's like like there's like. 10 minutes of this movie dedicated to him explaining who every character is and it is it is unbelievable mm-hmm. and and then sterling k brown has to come in and be like back in 87 and 97 this that and the other thing happened and it's like okay well, cool and the worst <laughs> part i said where i feel like i was gaslit by the trailer is well number one you're supposed to imagine the trailer that uh, okay I'll, I'll make this quick well no i'm just saying like your oh, mic oh, is my, a little my. cockeyed <laughs> uh the trailer is making you believe that the they call them the loonies they're all the bus of soldiers we talk about which is uh trevante rose keegan michael peel uh the irish fellow keegan michael peel whatever <laughs> i call him that all the time it's keegan michael key it's the worst <laughs> it's the worst name ever keegan michael key uh the irish fellow thomas jane whatever they're called the loonies because they're all there because they've done s- fucked up shit in the military where pretty much they're under evaluation the trailer makes it seem like they're like them and bland holbrook are like that's his team and they've all been quarantined because they've had this run with a predator and they're trying to silence him no they know each other for fucking a whole fucking maybe an hour and they're fucking teaming up let's do this and and they're also like forcing them like they try really hard to make it so that 
it feels like Bland Holbrook has to be involved in the situation because like he steals predator tech and then mails it to himself. But then because his PO box gets shut down, it gets sent to his kid. So now his kid's in trouble. But then then it's like the predator is not, this isn't. And again, this is a bit of the problem with why with predator two being set in LA in a city that's presumably full of like hundreds of thousands of cops. Like they could, we could all team up against the predator. There's literally an entire subway bus full of people with guns. Like, the reason the first Predator movie works is because this this isolated army unit mm-hmm. in the jungle. I agree. Uh, in this movie, they bend over backwards to try to make it seem like it can only be this team mm-hmm. that takes on the Predator. But none of every situation they force in the movie makes no fucking sense. And it, it's like they're just like, yeah, I guess it had to be us or whatever. And also to to the cherry on top is Sterling K. Brown's team and Bland Holbrook's team continually murk each other throughout like yeah. the entire movie and <laughs> once again oh, oh and then that brings me to another big point that the, we're just trying to get our points in here we go well ahead. the way the way death is treated in this movie is bananas because i i know you said you like kept skipping the scenes with the kid in it or whatever mm-hmm. but i'm pretty sure there's a scene in this movie where that kid kills another child i uh he the, ha- if i can introduce my being a word this I, a moment of, I don't give a fuck about this moose of a kid. <laughs> moose? Which, you know what I'm talking about, right? <laughs> yeah, I do. He doesn't respect the boulevard. <laughs> I don't know if that's a suitable replacement, to be honest with you. All uh, right. <laughs> but, I'll find another one. Uh, but he's walking around with the Predator helmet on, and this kid chucks, like, something at him, and the Predator helmet laser spins around and blows a hole through this kid's chest. I don't unless remember, I, Unless I, I saw it wrong. I don't remember. And, it, I, and even if it didn't hit the kid, it explodes the entire house that the kid is in. He he kills a child. Well, and there's a scene where the so the worst part of this whole thing is they make oh wow. Uh, in my opinion, one of the worst. I guess there's so much bad here. I'm just trying to find the fucking. I'm just trying to see the white spot in this pile of shit. But um, so they make the predator who entire thing is stealth. They make him so fucking the uber predator i refer to him has they make him so fucking big that he literally just i think just, they call him the apex predator i call him the uber predator because <laughs> he drives a car and takes yeah. people where they want to go well and number one he has i prefer the lift predator he has dogs that look uglier than fuck like well, they also look then, like cgi abominations yes like <laughs> we built we built this doggy <laughs> but and there's there's the random scene with oh the, and you know that dog stuff you think the producers are all like and then everyone's going to cheer when the dog shows up. Cause well, even though not, it's a predator dog, people love well, dogs. It's not, it's not a, a dog. I didn't give a fuck about those predator yeah. dogs. It's not a cute dog. If you, if you want, if you want a litmus test guys for, uh, whether this predator dog gets over, you have Justin who hated an entire movie based on dog kidnapping yeah, I did. saying who gives a fuck about these dogs. <laughs> yeah. But yeah, but yeah. And then, well, there, even the one scene with the fucking kid, like, a very cute pit bull comes behind him and then we never see that pit bull again. There's this insane shot where he's getting loaded onto the bus and you see the pit bull running towards the bus and you think like, oh, he's going to make him stop so the pit bull can get on and they're going to have a little pit bull pal. He's such a cute pity. And then pretty pity. They just leave it, which I mean, I guess Mm. that's probably for the best for the pit bull. Yes. (laughs) Oh, I remember watching this. If they kill this fucking pit bull, I'm done. But no, yeah. I I love, uh, I love the early scene where they're trying to establish the kid. And so you just get this fucking layers of like, he's, he's super awkward, but he can like, 
he has like a photographic memory and he can like replace it's... replace the chessboard from memory also, and, also, then, and then yeah. the kids i mean you just get these stereotypical cliche bully kids who come in they're just like moose is hey, in the house hey what are you hungry for i don't know I could go for a good ass burger. And I was like, I see what you're trying to do here, but it sounds really it's weird when so, they say it like once that. Once again, the studio may interfere, <laughs> but this is really outdated, which uh, Fred Decker, I think is the co-writer. Are you familiar with him? You know, no, right? not okay. really. <laughs> he did not write or help a movie since the mid nineties. Literally Shane Black brought him out because they worked together on the monster squad from what i was <laughs> okay. and which makes sense because i've done nothing about the monster squad the uber predator looks so fucking similar to the monster in the month <laughs> like and the uber predator is the worst fucking design of, i i did i did a top 10 predator design i literally we there are 11 predators in all the movie well i'm not counting the the one the elder ones from predator. i'm talking about the main predators and AVP movies, there's 11 Predators. I ranked them. I made sure to keep it a top 10 just so the Uber Predator didn't make the fucking list because it's the worst fucking design ever. <laughs> like, it's bad. And the only thing I did like about the the original Predator in this movie, the good Predator, even though it kills more people, I think, than the Uber Predator. <laughs> it, it's so fucking confusing where this Predator really is captured, which, by the way, Board Holbrook is the 150-pound dad Mercs, Mercs. Like you were calling him Bland, and now I think you tried to say Boyd, but it sounded like you said Bored. He, bo that that works so much better. Bored Holbrook <laughs> defeats not only the original fugitive predator, and so they can be captured. Kills the he's he kills two predators in one movie. Arnold needed a tree to help kill one. <laughs> Danny Glover needed. This movie sucked. And that's one of the main things is this cocks. Uh, I'll stop. But yeah, where was I was starting something. But yeah, so that, so that it's the worst design ever. Uh, the only thing I liked about the original Fugitive Predator, that was a good Predator that killed so many good people, but he was good because I don't, they tried to shoehorn this. Yeah, it was but like. The best part I, there, about. There could have been a fun angle because they, yeah. they randomly try to work in a climate change well, angle yeah, out of nowhere, so... which is like, I'm. I'm supportive of climate change stuff because I, I don't the, the, the world is boiling, but I, I am like, it could have been funny if it was some an angle of, oh, he just wants us to like uh, preserve ourselves so that we can continue being like game for him because we're just now starting to get fun to hunt. Well, but instead, it seems like this predator is being presented as like altruistic and like just trying to help humanity. But he does also just absolutely murder a ton of people mm -hmm. uh, and i think you're right his body count might be higher than the apex predator because the apex predator uh he kills the other predator and then he he, he runs around and then sterling k brown and board holbrook's team kill each other but then well, they, they team up but then sterling k brown kills like two more of his guys because the guy's like yelling and he's mm -hmm. like we need to be quiet. He just like shoots one of his guys. I was like, what the fuck? Certainly came around, yeah. But <laughs> no, even worse, like the only member of Board Holbrook team that he legit kills is the Irish guy. Cause yeah. the Irish guy's like setting up as a sniper. All, like I said, you see the fucking the three red dots and it's like, oh, he's fucked. Yeah. It was so funny because at one point he had nettles in his hands. Yeah. And I was like, no, I was, was like, a, oh, yeah. That was the original Predator hat, was like holding him up and. When I was like, okay, cool, yeah, kill Nettles. He's like easily the most of this worthless group. He's easily the most worthless. So let's 
Let's get him off the board. And then they save him. And I was like, get the and fuck out of like, here. And then, like, Trevante Rhodes, who is... No spoilers. No, yeah, fuck. <laughs> Don't watch this movie, people. But Trevante Rhodes is by far the most... If there's a person to root for in this movie, it's Trevante Rhodes. So you think he's going to have this really heartfelt death by, like, the Predator. Nope, he dies. He sacrifices himself in an explosion of all things. Nettles gets killed by, like, a force field. Well, they both kind of get killed yeah. by the force field. Because, like... Nettles gets chopped in half by the force field. Trevante Rhodes jumps where Bored Holbrook ducks, but that means that Trevante Rhodes is stuck on the outside of the ship. And he, I mean, he, they try to make it fun because he like smiles and like flips off Bored Holbrook and throws himself into the engine to take the ship down. Uh, but he sacrifices himself. And I was like, that's kind of fun. Uh, King and Michael Key and Thomas Jane, like, they both get got by the Uber Predator, but then they decide to mutually shoot each yeah, other. So they, the Uber Predator doesn't kill them. They kill themselves. Which <laughs> they're like, get us out of this movie. Yeah, it's like and... it's like Key and Key, Key, Key and Jane looked at each other like, you want out of this? Yeah, yeah, yeah I do. This is a bad decision. <laughs> I, I, yeah. I genuinely didn't remember Sterling K. Brown dying. Yeah. Like, like we all know Olivia Munn's gonna live because she's the hot lady. Again, I cannot stress enough that it's fine. Like. If she, the, this movie's so tonally at odds with itself too, mm -hmm. where it, it just it tries to be like tense, but then it it's it, they're quipping so much that it's undercutting everything. Mm -hmm. And then even Olivia Munn's character, she does this like crazy thing where she like defends herself and then jumps on top of the bus, but then she fucking shoots herself in the leg with the dart. And it's like she got a fucking dart in your neck. <laughs> what? <laughs> You're, cra you're crazy, man. You're, you're crazy. <laughs> Not the whole thing. <laughs> I like you, but, you, but you're crazy. Like, oh, and then they, 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 they try to have all this humor with her where it's like, there's this insane scene where they like leave her in the hotel room, passed out, and then like Bored Holbrook and Trevante, he's like, you think she's okay up there? And he's like, them guys? They're yeah, soldiers. They're fine. I was like, the fuck? Are we, are we doing like sexual assault jokes right well, now? Or like, yeah. what's going on well, here? Then, there is a one funny part with her when she wakes up and she grabs the shotgun. <laughs> Key's like, I told you she was going to go for that. 20 bucks. Yeah. That was, that was funny. And then like, she pulled the trigger and there's like a brief pause. He's like, I told you she pulled the trigger too. I was like, okay, whatever. Like, it's just there's, like, the things like, there's, there's like glimpses of like, it's kind of, but again, the tone is just, there's nothing tense about it. The action looks like shit. Uh, again even though it's like it's like you have the but you clearly have the budget to try to do what you want it's just all the all the firefights look like crap mm -hmm. the even like we still just apparently have never gotten invisibility right because mm -hmm. like even in this movie the but i mean i cannot stress enough how pissed off i was when i saw the baja blast blood <laughs> i was just like like i'm like i'm dead ass if you guys have never seen the predator like if you get a Baja Blast from Taco Bell, that is what color its blood is. When every other movie, it's literally neon green. Yeah. I'm just like, how did they fuck that up? Like, was the colorist just mm -hmm. like, oh, yeah. But, and, or are they supposed to be the evolution? Because we find out that the way oh, the yeah. predators are trying to evolve which, is by crossbreeding with certain bits which, of... Which I guess is... So is the apex predator part human or is the... I the, don't fucking... Is the predator that was trying to save them part? Why are you trying to put logic in this abortion of a movie? Which a quote <laughs> I sent Jake when I said calling this movie an abortion would be a a freaking insult to abortion clinics. <laughs> after Jake told after I was complaining about this, Jake and Jake's response was, "You picked it, motherfucker." <laughs> but I, mean, I have a quote about that uh, whole thing here. Um, 
I ha- I screenshot it. Where's my screenshots? I got a new phone. It's hard to find this shit. Um, <laughs> oh, here we go. This is from uh freaking um Fred Decker, which everybody keeps making because the writers for the script were Shane Black and Fred Decker, Black and Decker. Mm-hmm. So he said, um, we devise um we devise a sandwich, which I which I confess was my idea, which essentially our heroes have to get from point A to point B. Uh, and he's like, and they they commandeer a military convoy. This we'll get to what I want to say. And at this point in the film, we establish a pair of predator emissaries, basically good predators. We, which what was interesting, Shane asked a question with nobody seemed to give a shit about. There's a reason for that. Just saying, <laughs> which is what do the predators do except hunt? Because they've invented such interstellar technology, they're obviously not some rednecks hunting stuff. So said, uh, I mean, they're kind of the redneck version of the predator yeah, species, yeah. right? So we've decided this was really worth exploring. Pretty much Shane Black and Fred Decker sat down and said, so what's the end game for the Predators? <laughs> and my response was, they're not fucking Spence from Ballers. Who cares what the fucking end game is? <laughs> they're just wholesale doing, yes. doing cinephobe yes. today. <laughs> oh. Well, that's why I kept thinking to myself, which you, there's an inside story that which you don't know about because it comes from Levitar podcast, but I'll, but then they have the ultimate uh, Fred Decker's one quote, which I just wanted to be like, poor fucking you. This is what he says. He said, we live in a culture so cast so far us that we sometimes cling to our opinions as only voices in the den, which I don't know what the fuck this idiot's trying to say, but <laughs> if you can translate the English uh, cookie for you people. But, or we're so married to childhood memories. It's mem- not a cookie, though. It's made out of onions and garlic because yeah. the predator hates garlic. Yeah. He continues, or oh, we're so married to our childhood memories, a thing we love, that when we, when the foremost contradicted, some feel betrayed by any attempt to take a different approach. Approach. In all candor, I have lots of issues with the movies. I hated the super suit ending as well. That's another fucking abortion. But I spent three years on this movie, and to have it trashed by toxic fans who don't have the first clue on how hard it is to put a movie on the screen, it hurts. Boo fucking who. You're saying because you worked fucking hard on a movie that should have never even fucking seen the light of day, we're not supposed to say it sucks? Fuck you. I mean, here's the thing. Bring it to me. Uh, there's <laughs> The legacy of Predator has nothing to do with why this movie is Yeah, terrible. exactly. <laughs> this this movie's just bad. There wasn't a, there wasn't a single... And, and to be fair, I'm not precious about this kind of stuff. I've said it before on the yeah. show. Like, Except for Planet of the Apes, you, look, you were precious about that. I'm not precious about it. I just don't think the Tim Burton movie is particularly great. So, I, it's, <laughs> I didn't say it was a good movie. I say it was a, it was a positive viewing experience. I'm glad. Uh, I don't want people to have a bad time watching movies. It's not fun. I mean, it's kind of fun. It's fun to shit on the movies later mm-hmm. with your friends or maybe yes. bash it while you mm-hmm. watch it. But while you're just sad alone watching the predator and just being like wow all of these clips are so bad i will add in my (laughs) final note which might piss you off i my final note is i I can't finish this and i turn it off (laughs) you son of a bitch (laughs) i couldn't do it man i'm i fucking my i skipped so much and the more i watch the thing i'm like you're an actual monster person oh i i I admit my flaws i'm sorry Uh, it's just like Justin's like, I hate this movie. I couldn't finish it the last time. And I was like, I'm not watching it. If you're not going to watch it, you can't just say, let's do this for the show. And only I watch it while you just sit <laughs> back and like, say, fuck it. Like that's, I just that's, wanted that's your, fucked. <laughs> I wanted your expert opinion on what they were trying to do here. Do you have an explanation? Well, he was trying to make a throwback to like a classic eighties action movie by having this ragtag tag band, like updated for modern. 
it's updated for modern sensibilities. It's a little bit Tarantino. It's definitely a little Michael Mann. Like it's, but it's like he, like whether it was fully studio interference or just him being completely misguided. I do think that the studio it seems to me like the larger the budget Shane Black has, the more it's going to be a botch job. And to be fair, I forgot he's only directed like five movies, mm-hmm. and the fact of the matter is, I like two of them a lot. Uh, but Iron Man three, I defended when it came out, but it's not like I, I'm not going to die on the Iron Man three hill. I don't care if people liked or hated it, but like this movie's fucking terrible, and it's oh, like I it, it's uh, I don't know who to blame. Like the tone is bad, the pacing is bad, like the the characters are uh, truly abysmal. Like they're they're unlikable. Uh, they try to like establish them, but the, it just does everything wrong. It's like you have all this budget. I've been thinking a lot lately. Like I watched the movie Sorcerer, and that movie went wildly over budget, but it's very like sparse with the dialogue, and yet you really understand the characters because of like what they go through. And in this movie, we get no no character things are born from the action. Mm. Like the action is like its own. You could have literally just inserted anybody into anything that was happening in those scenes and it wouldn't like there's nothing there's no thing that anybody does that is motivated by who they are as a character Mm -hmm. like nobody yeah if trevante Rhodes had ducked under the shield and bored holbrook had been the one on top and thrown himself into the thing there everyone is swappable in this movie and there's nothing unique about any Mm -hmm. of them and it's and, and like the amount of like fucking faceless goons that die in this movie. Oh, it's just like it's probably it, the same five fucking guys in ski mass just being murdered over and the over again. Dumbest death too in this where I'm like, this is fucking dumb. Even when I love a good predator fucking up people, the predator uses some type of spear on a fucking cord to impale some guys, but it creates a line. These fucking soldiers drive through the line and the line is tall enough to where it literally beheads like six guys driving through on a jeep and i'm just like what the fuck yeah it tries to establish that this the loonies ragtag bag of sol- uh, bag of soldiers band of soldiers that's like, a bag all right <laughs> they they've got the skills but like there's nothing particular and, and they don't even do the like if you want to do one of these things where you have this band that's together you give them all specialties and you can really just like have that be the thing. It's like, this is Nettles. He's really good with explosions. Later in the movies, Nettles, later in the movie, Nettles will explode something and we'll be like, oh yeah, he's the explosives guy. Or, <laughs> and, and instead we get this weird overlap thing where it's like Theon Greyjoy at one point goes, you're not the only sniper, motherfucker. Yeah, how many snipers like, are there? <laughs> it's like, what the fuck? Like, Which, <laughs> I have more, I just want to at least more screenshots of Shane Black, who is this fucking. As well, as fucking the self awareness of a fucking... I will I will say I'm gonna I'm gonna put an ultimatum down here. Okay, right. uh, uh, we are getting dangerously close okay. to needing to be out of the studio, so choose whatever you want to spend okay. your last ten okay. minutes on this All podcast right, okay. wisely. Okay, so I will <laughs> on shitting on Shane Black. Just his like, oh shucks, like the movie just sucked. What do you want me to do? Some of these quotes where. The mythic quality of the Predator is what people seem to respond to, so chalk up as we try something, and some people realize we just made the wrong movie. We've made the wrong script. They would, And then what they would have preferred. I'm okay with that, and I own all mistakes. And then another one, we tried something different. It was a Hollywood drive-in movie. Not just a drive-in movie, but one you go to on Halloween when you were a kid. The Predator has such a rock-solid fans that people some sort of 
pretentious, solemn, and almost reverential approach to this myth. Why why can't you speak English? But I think it's just a matter of like and, it's gotta be really hard when you spend like years of your life. I mean, Shane Black, he's in the original Predator. Uh he doesn't get a ton of at bats at, at directing. He makes Iron Man three, which I think some people liked, but it did have a it, lot of controversy around it. I think you take another step up to the plate, and when it and when the movie tanks and when people hate it, you're trying to figure out what happened because it can really, it can really screw with your mm-hmm. head. Yeah. And so I I sympathize well, him and- with him for trying to figure out why people were so mad about this movie, but it's not that. It's not that deep. Yeah. It's just the movie's bad. Yeah. It they, has nothing to do with the Predator and the legacy of mm-hmm. the Predator. And they, they fucked up the, all the Predator. Like, they, they already made the goddamn Alien versus Predator movies. They already made Predators. Yeah. They already made Predator 2 and had like fucking 16 Predators come out and be like, what's up, Danny Glover? Here's a random pirate gun. Peace. Like, I'm like, no one's, no one's worried about the Predator legacy at this mm-hmm. point. Yeah. Uh, and so if you're, if, you're, if, you're, if you're searching for why the movie's bad, you tried to capture it, the magic of the eighties and, and, but you, you took everything bad about modern blockbusters and crammed it into this movie. You, you tried to fit uh 10 pounds of shit in a five pound bag. They're if, just, if, they, if they had had a spaceship it, on a stick that you could kind of see, cause they hadn't CGI it, it would have looked better yeah, than whatever but, the fuck they were I'll, doing with these shit. I'll just go through my own line too on the predator film. The predator, obviously well, I'll go, I'll, I'll just spam through everything. Sure. Predator that'll, two. That'll lead us pretty naturally into ratings. Yeah. Pre- yeah. Predator two rating. That's a, that's a five for me. Uh, it's, it's really, it's a p- good experience. So it's a five. So it means it's watchable. It's rewatchable. But the ending drags. I didn't like the ending, so it just gets a five for me on that. Predator two. Uh, that's that's a that's a I if I if I could. If I'm I sorry. Did, I, I so you, you said you're saying the first Predator movie. No, the first the Predator two uh, Predator two I'm at is a five for me. Okay. The pre- Predator one's probably a six just because it's a better overall movie. The Predator two is almost as good of an experience, but Danny Glover and the ending dragged it down to a five. Sure. Okay. Pre- the Predator is a one. If I did not have a straight system of one to ten, no negatives, no zeros, no point fives, it'd be negative. But just a one. It's the lowest movie we've ever done. Uh, I think the Crossy of Angels was a two, maybe. So that's a one. Worst. I'd movie watch ever. that again. Before yeah. I watch fuck yeah. Either. So would I give give me more fucking Vincent Perez over this bullshit over Bort Holbrook. But yeah. So yeah. There's that. And obviously, if I just run through all the Predator movies, I could run through them all. The first Predator, good movie, you got stars, you got action. That's, that's, I really, I enjoy that one. Predator 2 is enjoyable. AVP, I don't like so much because the director for that was like, had a hard on for the alien movies. So in that movie, you haven't seen it pretty much. There's three Predators. Uh, two of them get killed within the first fucking whatever, just by the same alien. And then the other Predator, which is supposed to be the best one, kills one and then gets impregnated by the face hugger. And, the Predator Requiem is a little bit better because they named uh, the Predators all have names on these movies too, which I love too. But the Predator in Alien vs Predator Requiem is named Wolf after uh, Mr. Wolf because he's supposed to clean up the. But the main bad guy in that one is a Pred alien. All it is just an alien with dreadlocks. All it is. He does no Predator stuff other than, and it's the darkest movie ever. Darks in that these first time nerd directors who thought they were doing a sci-fi movie thought it was a really good idea. They said what was the problem with the first Alien vs Predator was that. Well, you can see them so clearly that they look fake. So they thought it'd be great just to make every scene so dark you couldn't see anything. <laughs> yeah, and it was fucking way. awful. It was also dark because, like, literally there's a character that gets pregnant and 
she and the alien predator they made a queen which somehow gives it the ability to and put the alien embryo embryos inside women and uh like there's a pregnant lady and it gets implanted with the embryo and like the mini alien eats her baby then bursts out of her chest there's a scene where it goes through like a maternity clinic and just implants all these fucking pregnant women who are in the hospital with these there's a scene where it because how it implants the embryos is it connects its jaw to their mouth and you just see these embryos going down this lady's throat and the ending it, justin's getting animated he's slamming well, the mic around well because i'm trying to speed through this and, and the ending <laughs> well you are spending you are spending your time to talk about the and, predator by explaining the alien versus it, predator I, well the, it's part of the predator okay and the and in that movie uh the ending is how they stop all this the because in like a small town that's getting wrecked they just nuke the town and everybody dies dark and then we get the predators which i'm convinced the only reason uh robert rodriguez cast adrian brody because he wanted to fuck him straight uh olivia wilde sharon stone style because literally like he's i only see adrian brody as when he's in that movie as that uh fellow who was running from the nazis and playing the piano the piano yeah so <laughs> i think it's the pianist close which is sounds weird but yeah it's the pianist he is an awful he is an awful tough guy he's like i'm royce I'm a fucking tough guy. I'm going to end my words in one word sentences. And the Predators look awful. Robert Rodriguez tried to make upgrade Predators, which anytime you do that, it's awful. I'm not a fan of that movie. Uh, so movie gets a dud for me and it's, I didn't like it. Then we get uh, the Predator, number one, worst movie we've ever done. Worst Number one, number two, actually, of movies I hate the most. And then Prey was really good. I like that. And we'll end it there. So any final moments you want to add? Trevante Rose, I'll add, was the best of this movie. He, and Board Holbrook is the Russell Crowe award of, would we have liked this if he wasn't? And the answer is yes. So ending my there, we wrap this up. You go. Yeah, I think that if someone else had been the lead of The Predator, it could have lifted it a little bit. But as we saw with Trevante Rhodes and Sterling K. Brown, mm -hmm. even when you have good actors in this movie, there's only so much yes. they can do with the material mm -hmm. uh, that they have. Like, yeah, say my go-to just my my go-to insert male lead at this point is like just to take Lakeith Stanfield and be like, would this movie be improved by Lakeith Stanfield? And the answer is always yes. But if Lakeith Stanfield had been that character, I'm like, yeah, he would have had a lot more charisma and just also Lakeith Stanfield's just a little weird. Like he would have added some weirdness to the to just the wooden board that this character was. Uh, but it. Yeah, I'll keep it concise here because this episode's already. I, also, I knew this was going to be a long one, but uh, we we'll, we we got too much lost. In but I will add also. <laughs> I think I don't want to just make baseless random accusations, but what I think attracted Board Holbrook to Shane Black is obviously good looking and something else. Like I feel like in Shane Black movies, there's always something about the sidekick that's so different than the main character. I can't put my finger on. <laughs> i mean yeah i mean he, shane black likes to cast white people as the main character and the black guy as the funny sidekick yeah except the nice guys where they're both white <laughs> uh he couldn't find a black guy uh in the majority i mean lethal weapon last those Boy weren't Scout. really those weren't really his calls yeah. though well that which why i don't give him credit for lethal weapon <laughs> richard donner made that work and then <laughs> Like, and once again, I'll, I don't mean to undercut you. We, we got 20 minutes. We'll be fine. But, <laughs> but how I, I'm sorry there, but how I want to put this in my final opinion on Shane Black, good adventure. But I wonder, is he good or is he just good at finding good people to make his stuff 
good. Mm, I think if the material is bad, nobody can make it good. Yeah. Uh, I, I just like touche. Like Kiss Kiss Bang Bang and the Nice Guys aren't just like happy accidents. Like I, I think it's more. I have a feeling that the Predator, because I mean I don't know the trajectory of the Predator, but if I remember correctly, like they basically made Predators in like the mid two thousands. Uh, two thousand ten. And okay, so it's and but then but, you you don't make a you don't make another Predator movie for eight mm-hmm. years or whatever. Yeah. There's probably and by two thousand eighteen we're we're balls deep in the what can we do what thing can we make mm-hmm. a new movie of mm-hmm. and there's a lot of like studio pressure riding because i think this is a fox movie yeah well shame i, th- I think maybe before well, they fully got bought out by well, disney yeah well shane black <laughs> alluded to that nowadays a director does not have the creativity to make their movies it's no, not with not with not with the budget this yeah, high yeah uh and and that that's the thing is when you have a movie budget that gets into into triple figures at that point or, or six however you want to put it uh nine figures whatever you guys know what i mean when, when it breaks the hundred million dollar uh bank point you've fully lost control of the movie at that point i think shane black needs to just he he lives he lives in the land of like under 40 million dollar budget movies i think that's where he shines you just find you just find two good actors to do like a gritty mm-hmm. like neo-noir crime thing and he's good. Give him. You, he's good at banter. You give him too much money, you get Iron Man three, and it kind of works because you have Robert Downey Jr. and and they work really well together. Mm-hmm. Uh, you give him an entire franchise to try to like reboot essentially, and you get the Predator, and it's and a fucking mess. I will also, he he cannot. He can maybe it's just is almost a. Uh, I don't think he's a great action director well, either. I think oh. I don't know if he's just a gift, but he cannot just let material be the sort. He has to interject like. How can I make this better? Let's add my thought to this. There, he does have a bad habit in general, and all of even stuff he's just written of taking the joke over the character moment. Mm-hmm. And there's these characters in the Predator; they don't feel human because no. they're too busy quipping and murdering. Olivia Munn, she's a biologist, but she murders like fucking five people in this yeah. movie, and it, it's like whatever. And she's like, "No, don't kill that dog." I'm gonna have the alien dog. Like, shut the fuck up. Uh, and it's like the 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 kid Jacob Tremblay kills somebody in this movie. Mm, it's kid. like, uh, and and speaking of the kid, we we didn't talk about it at all, but it is like very. Again, I didn't think it was this big of a part of them, but it is like the big twist, right? Where autism <laughs> autism is supposed to be the evolution of our. It's essentially race. implied at the end of this movie that they want to acquire Jacob Tremblay because they want to acquire autism for themselves because mm-hmm. it's a superpower which i was like <laughs> I, um, I had all these jokes rattling around my head which were probably not super appropriate um, but no i have like, none like, like something in the vein of just like oh yeah the predators are really looking forward to being socially awkward and not being able to look people in the eyes anymore uh but it's just like because they, they i also was like you know what we always wanted from the predator i will say this is the one thing i'll say that i was like fuck you uh because like i'm not precious about predator stuff at all but I'm like, you know what everyone was clamoring for? A translation device so we could actually literally yes. understand what the Predator uh. was saying. It's like every movie has a long-standing reputation of like, they can like record you saying things, but the thing is they're alien. Like we're animals to them. Mm-hmm. We can't talk to animals and the Predator can't talk to us. Like we speak in like barks and meows mm-hmm. as far as the Predator is concerned. But this movie's like, eh, nah, nah. The Predator's going to be like, 
I want the one called yeah. McKenna. You yeah. will get a head start. I was like, get the fuck I will, out of here. <laughs> also, one thing I did like, I can't remember if I wanted to say this, but I can't remember. I like that the uh, Fugitive Preserver actually has armor, which I always thought was weird in the other movies. They don't. Yeah. I, I like the design of the Fugitive, the original Predator, the good one. But again, this this movie is another, it's like the, the script and what needs to happen comes first. It's like, well, now we need them to team up. And so Sterling K. Brown, who absolutely would have no issue murdering this entire squad, goes, sh- he like shrugs. Well, guess we got to work together. What, I'm yeah. just like, this is it's just insane. Like may- every single thing that was set up is not pay. It's just, it's just horribly structured. It needed mm-hmm. like, it needed like two more years in the oven yeah. and less producers to, because the thing is like, there are times where producers will come in and be like, Hey, William Friedkin, you need something on the dashboard that keeps track of how many miles they've gone for the journey. They'll have good suggestions, but this is a classic example of too many cooks in the kitchen, mm-hmm. too many people with opinions on too much shit when you don't just like, and the thing is like Shane Black, good writer, decent director, but like you, you weren't bringing somebody in that's got like a vision like Denis Villeneuve no. to like make a Predator movie. It's like you bring in Denis Villeneuve or somebody adjacent to him and you say, play in the Predator sandbox and just make something really cool. And you, it, it's not like you can't make good Predator movies, but Hollywood time and time again has sure made it seem like it's really fucking hard. Uh. <laughs> yeah, once, once again, uh, Fred Decker co-wrote this strip with uh, Shane Black. You want to hear, know what, know what movie he worked on as a writer and director before The Predator? RoboCop 3 in 1993. There's a fucking 15-year gap in between his work. Yeah, but what a banger. <laughs> I've never seen it. Don't plan on it. I don't fucking know. I, I, guess, th- I think I the RoboCop sequels are notoriously oh, despised. He, he had some uncredited work on uh, Titan AE in 2000, whatever the fuck that is. Okay. Um, Apparently it was good. We were in the ratings. Um, yeah. Predator 2, if you guys have never listened to the show, I don't know how the fuck you made it to the end of this episode, but it, it, God help you, I guess. I, I hope it was entertaining, people. I, I strive for that. <laughs> um. I have a ratings. You called me a monster in this, so let's reference that. <laughs> well, yeah, it's because you didn't finish the movie. I tried. I didn't call that. It was a joke. Mm-hmm. I tried. <laughs> you made me watch an entire, one of the worst movies I've ever seen. And what's crazy, we didn't even, I, want, I wanted to hear your opinion on it so bad, and we had to rush it. <laughs> this is a fail. I apologize. <laughs> um, but uh, Predator 2, like a fun, just like, I'm in the mindset lately where it's like, oh, look, it was shot on film. This is nice. And so it gets a couple passes for that. But I mean, fundamentally, it's kind of a broken movie. Mm, I enjoyed it for what it was. But in terms of like a grading curve on this show, I think it's going to clock in at like a five for me. About what I had. Um, And then Predator, The Predator. I mean, Jesus Christ. Uh, Yeah, look out for number one. Like, what did I give The Crow? Did I give that a three or a two or something? I I haven't. took a note of my rings i didn't keep track of yours i don't know it is like there's a couple actors in this movie they're just trying their little hearts out but there's like nothing redeemable about this movie it is like from top to bottom i sometimes when i'm getting ready to watch a movie that's like universally despised i kind of have fun being like you know it'd be fun if i like actually like this movie or if i could be a contrarian or like i spent years defending age of ultron people Mm -hmm. fucking hated that movie and i was like actually I was like, actually, the Black Widow Hulk stuff is amazing, and it's worth the price of admission. You wrote an article uh, about that. I, think. Uh, I did actually. It's on Tumblr somewhere. Uh, <laughs> Tumblr. But, <laughs> but uh, there's nothing like this movie sucks like, so much ass. I think <laughs> about my bad like viewing experience doing this podcast. You like 
Big Trouble in China, I think, was just I. That I felt like that was a sludge, and I really disliked that whole process. Yeah, there's I can laugh about stuff, and I want to rewatch that movie and give it a proper grade. The Crow uh-huh. is pretty in sketch; it's an awful fucking movie, but I can watch that and get enjoy and get enjoyment out of it. There's nothing enjoyable about this. I just get mad about what this movie could have been. And- like I, I didn't fall asleep while I was watching this movie, but I feel like I. I feel like my brain tried to eat itself while I was watching it. And I truly, I, I truly don't remember large chunks of this movie mm-hmm. because it feels like my brain tried to men in black it just to let me like, no, you don't need any of this taking up any space in your brain. Though I will say the one I was about to say, like there was one redeeming thing about the movie and now I'm forgetting what that even was. Oh, it was this, uh, there was moments during the Halloween stuff that I had this like weird, vibe wash over me of feeling like oh it's fall and like i could it's like i could smell the leaves for a second and i'll give it that <laughs> and for that it gets a one out of ten yeah. uh, it saves it from a zero is this the only <laughs> movie we had the exact same rating for the movie yeah i it think so because our, our grading curves are pretty different but in terms of this it's like the predator is so shitty it's going to be at which, the, the rock bottom which is funny because last podcast we did you talked about how we never really lowly rate movies and yeah. it's like we're ready for the fucking predator motherfucker yeah predator 2 predator 2 probably would have gotten a better rating if i watched these in reverse order but i basically like i said had a meh experience and then i had right. like a it was just like i was looking for anything it just the predator feels so soulless it's mm-hmm. like unbelievable how empty it feels and and it's just it's just got nothing it just feels it it just sucks i mean look guys uh it it sucks i watched it yay i've seen the predator exists it sucks like i i'll probably try to go watch prey to wash the taste out of my mouth for it but yeah i mean any anything you'd like to recommend justin before Uh... we before we I so, desperately try to save this episode and get us the fuck out of here. Like I said, ain't <laughs> like the first part of the movie, Prey is really good. Uh, I said, AVP has its moments. And, you know, if you're into the Predator, you're into Aliens. Uh, the Alien franchise is good. No, Alien, the first Alien movie. Aliens is good. The second movie, I don't recommend the third. Fuck that movie. Uh, the, the, there's a yeah, scene the, where... Yeah, the David Fincher movie yeah, that he yeah. disowned. Uh, Alien Resurrection wasn't... It wasn't There was enjoyable moments, but it wasn't good. But in... Yeah, is that stuff like that? Um, stuff like that. Um, if you we'll get plugs out of the way, make this quick. Uh, Kirkland's vodka and ghost energy drink, delicious. <laughs> and I'll pass to Jake to wrap us up. Um, I don't have a lot of recommendations for this. It's like if you like the Predator movies, like go back and watch the first one. You'll probably have a better time mm-hmm. uh, than any of this shit. Like I will say, if you've ignored Predator Two for years because like you've just heard nothing but bad things, it's not bad. If you like the Predator movies, it's it's you might as well watch it once. Uh, it's fine. I I didn't really have you know basically, the, watching the Predator made me feel like how I felt. I I wished I had felt watching the Predator like how I felt watching Nope. Mm-hmm. Um, because for me, Nope creates this unknowable entity that is on the hunt. And you have these characters like struggling to overcome it. And it's this mighty struggle. And mm-hmm. it takes like every bit of their wits to, 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 you know, battle it. And so I'd say if you want, like, they're not exactly one-to-one, but if you want the feeling you should have got from the Predator, I think you can get that from Nope. Uh, and I like Nope a lot. I, I, I feel like people 
weirdly slept on it a little bit. I don't know. If, I don't know. If, I've liked every movie Jordan Peele's made. I liked Us a lot, I, but I feel like I some people didn't, and it felt like I, maybe people didn't turn out for Nope because of Us. I but... don't think he makes movies in my demographic. Just saying. <laughs> uh, but yeah, I'd just say Nope. Uh, I don't know. Rate the movie on iTunes and Spotify. Give it five stars. Subscribe on Spotify. I'm dangerously close to being able to run ads again, which I'm sure you guys will love. Uh, but yeah, we got to get out of here. Yeah, so uh, get, let's get the fuck out of here. Uh, see you guys later. I'll catch you on the flip flop and all that. Bye. There's no stopping what can't be stopped. No killing what can't be There's something out there waiting for us. But you can't hide from the west side Night stalker, shit talker Run and tell them Mr. LM Nigga with the gat and I'm back Off the everyday prey that I slay Rolling with a potation through South Central Monkey wrench ho shit Know that she'll get the Bozak Cause I'm not starving But fuck that Johnny Carson ho Never had me on a late night show Coming with the shit that'll hit Steady mama cause the flavor's good There goes the neighborhood nigga with the third album How come he don't of the chapter, caught up in a rapture, but you know Anita, she can get the Peter, eat them up, yum, and your Ford motherfucker, billboard, and the editor, here comes